Welcome to another Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea Thieves news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week is a pretty light news week. We have a couple things to discuss as far as the community day that's coming at the end of the month, but this week is a very special week because I have none other than Caleb joining me again for another episode. This week is going to be a really special theme. We're going to be talking about uh, iterative versus new and that's going to be the general theme as we kind of dive into that we always kind of have a few tangents here and there but i think we had a really good discussion and i'm looking forward to looking forward to hearing your feedback all that and more in this week's episode of keel hauled podcast but before we get into any of that, of course, I have to thank the patrons. They are the ones that are supporting this. They are the ones that are doing their part to help out. And I want to thank everyone that has joined recently. We have had eight new patrons in the last couple weeks. So thank you to all the support. It's been amazing. It's really helped out. We're now at 35, working towards 40. And I do have a special message to the patrons. Make sure you guys are checking the posts because I did post back on the 11th that I have a special message for those that are joined up. So uh, if if you want to know what that is, just head over to patreon.com forward slash keelhauled podcast. Sign up. There's a public message there, uh, and I'm going to be working on getting that information out to all the patrons. So thank you to actually I forgot the list. There's the list. I got it. All right. So thank you to Chateau Neuf, Cloud, Cosmic Johnson, Davram TV, El Cute, El Jefe Esteban, Trickster, Jabaro 5, Kazia the Rogue, King Flameheart, Awkward, Lumpy SRQ, Ocarian Darth, Dub Dub Goose, Evil Morpheus, Xbox Mike 29, Munchie, Regis Stella, Rust Belt Kid, Norwegian, TN Professor, Real Big Tuna, Big Bad Pad, Mina Fairy, Super Pack, Music Me, Fergatron, Mur Murphy Lives, Neon, Evil Martha, Ruski Doo, Skinny Matt, Straw Hat Connor, Thor Von Blitz, Windsor Chris, and Zam. Wow. Thank you all so much for your support. It means the world to me, as I said every week it really does it is helping me in many many ways so thank you so much for your support uh and again make sure you're keeping an eye on the patreon uh i send out emails when i go post stuff too so i'm gonna need some input from y'all real soon so uh as soon as things get closer to those announcements um i will be able to talk about them but until those get scheduled out i and that kind of teases a little bit about what's going on but uh big big stuff coming this year and i cannot wait i'm really excited to to talk about it so uh Thank you to the patrons. Um, hopefully I didn't mess up your name. Let me know if there's something you need changed. Love y'all. Hey, Caleb. How are you doing? Welcome back to another episode of Keelhauled. Uh, just wanted to, to thank you for joining me. I know you wanted to talk about some stuff, and I'm sure you've got notes. I didn't take any notes down, uh, but I figured if, if you're the one that wanted to come on the episode, it's going to be your job to actually make the content. Is to that, take over that... your show. Yeah. You know, you're still working on that, I guess, right? Yeah, you know, I tried to do the mutiny, but you've just got too many loyal uh, crew members that just fight me off every time. Yeah, well, it's it's a good thing, too, because uh, we've got a, a really good announcement. Do you mind if I jump into this Community Day stuff? Because I got some opinions. You got opinions? Because I think you got opinions. Captain Logan of the Keelhauled Podcast, I'll allow it. Okay, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Um, for any of you that, that may be listening fresh to the, uh, to the podcast, this is Caleb. Uh, he has been constantly hiding in the bottom of my ship, trying to uh, take over the ship 
for the podcast <laughs> Logan, in general? I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm wearing an all black outfit. So I could you please call it tucking? Thank you very much. I'm so sorry. My God. Uh, I, I, th- this is Caleb the Tucker. He has been tucking okay. on my ship well, for well, a very... All right now. I regret immediately. <laughs> <laughs> he has been double gunning I think a lot of barrels. people in the community would like to call me a little tucker. <laughs> or something this akin to that, right? the show. <laughs> of course, Caleb the Tucker. Yeah. Uh, so, no, he, he is uh, the, the host and owner of the Trailblazers Network. If you don't know, he, he does a lot of um, just audio drama. Was a good mm-hmm. good general thing for it. Um, yeah, that and uh, and a show about teaching you how to play Pathfinder and other role playing games. That is, it's, it's that real because now you're now I feel like you're messing with me. It's true. I know it's hard to picture me in any sort of position of authority that one would learn something <laughs> from me, but it happens. Really not. Well, I have I have twos of people that appreciate me. That's that's always good. I mean, that's better than zeros. Mm. I mean, there there are some people out there uh, who who could definitely you know, teachers got to teach, Tucker's got to tuck. Uh, but I wanted to get into the <laughs> Sea of Thieves Community Day because uh, this is something and Rare's got to advertise. That yeah, Rare Rare advertises. <laughs> this is this is an interesting one because I I love the premise, um, but I have some qualms with the implementation. Uh, but I wanted to touch on it and and I that, figured we could. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that could be the motto of every sea of thieves player maybe every (laughs) gamer actually now that i think about it a little mantra right there that should be put in gold i like the implementation but i have some qualms with it yeah (laughs) the name of our band uh so let's dive into this a little bit so sea of thieves announced a first community day and this is something that is set for january 30th um it's only going to be on the 30th it goes from i think the the beginning of uh it's like 10 a.m on gmt for the 30th and it goes for full 24 hours so it'll end on 10 a.m the 31st uh and the the idea of this and and i'll and i'll i'll read this uh blurb here because i think it's important for you guys to get a basis for what this is but uh they they put it in an article out uh thanks to to christina over there uh, head of community and she says uh here at rare we know we have an incredibly special and unique sea of thieves community from fan art to fundraisers to lifelong friendships we uh, being formed not a day goes by where we don't log in and see a sea of inspiring acts and perfect plays and stunning puns which we also enjoy you consistently make our day which is why this january we're making a concerted effort to make yours yes the start of 2022 sees us holding our first ever Sea of Thieves Community Day as part of the Season 5. This momentous occasion is all about rewarding and celebrating you, our brilliant and spirited sailors. And we'd really love for you to join us on the party on Sunday, January 30th. We have quite a list of ways that you can get involved gathering into this delightful article right here for you all to digest. So right off the bat, how do you feel about this? My initial opinion when reading this whole announcement, looking at how they were going to implement it all, it seemed to me that this was all sort of a big, let's get Sea of Thieves trending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this this was a very self-serving. It didn't seem to be for the community. It seemed to be more for Rare or the game, Okay, in my humble opinion. I would say that some of the reasons being like some of the rewards don't seem particularly exciting. Uh, it's not lasting a long time. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, not to say it isn't nice to have a greater multiplier than we've ever seen. I'm not saying that. Of course, there. Are, I'm sure, and anyone who would who would disagree with me would probably bring up these kind of points. It just really seemed like it was. I'll make we'll make a big a big stink about it, and we'll we'll try to get everyone very excited for for not much. And oh look, it just happens to really like. Oh look, well part of this happens. We have to be trending on Twitter for you to get your reward. <laughs> look at that. Yeah. What a coincidence. Let, let me, let's, uh, but I'm a very pessimistic person. I'm a very um, skeptical person. Well, you're touching on a lot of stuff that, that we haven't really explained for folks that uh, are, are just jumping into this news for a bit. But um, So let, let's kind of break down a little bit. Uh, the, the first part is the we shall sail. Oh, I, I left the door open and the cats are in now. It's too late. Uh, Adorable. The first part. If you, it's too late. They're, <laughs> they're in, in. They're inside the house. Oh, God. Stop eating the Christmas. No. Stop eating the Christmas stuff. Go on. Get, oh, God. Well, he's saying, Logan, it's oh, January 16th at the time of this recording. Uh, it's still Christmas stuff out. They're trying to no, do it. No, it's on the floor and it's like, I'm ready. I'm trying to put it away, but I haven't just put it up in the closet yet because I got to move a bunch of stuff. So they're like gnawing. How do you keep your cats from gnawing on wires? Um, you know what? They're not into wires. You know the things that could hurt them. They, I don't know. I don't. They, they have no interest in that. I don't know why. They'll eat. They'll eat cardboard. They'll eat tinsel. Mm-hmm. But they won't. They won't mm-hmm. eat any. Uh, any wires, which is f- tinsel, which can literally kill oh, yeah. them. Stupid yeah. cats. Yeah, which is why they, you know, usually get shut out this room. But they're in now. I was. I was literally in tears at the vet because we weren't sure if my cat had to be put down because he had string. Oh, no. And I I paid more money than I wanted to for them to do an x-ray. And they said, we don't see string. And I was just, I was crying. I felt, oh my, I'm crying now thinking about it. And my wife wasn't with me for support. Stupid. I hate my stupid animals because they're so <laughs> stupid. And I love them so much. <laughs> So if you want to find out more about how Sea of Thieves is going to be uh, doing this promotion, the first little bit says, we shall tweet together. Uh, the article goes into detail saying that just you just need to jump onto Twitter and tweet using the hashtag Sea of Thieves Community Day, which I'm, I'm going to say right now is a huge, huge hashtag. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you'll tweet because there'll be no space left. <laughs> you're going to lose you're going to lose uh, 50 Speaking characters acronym. just in the, the hashtag alone. Uh, but you have to tweet with the hashtag CFE's Community Day between January 30th and January 31st, and you'll play your part in boosting the community emissary grade. Every time a cumulative community tweet total is hit. Oh, my God. That, the, the alliteration is beautiful, but oh, my God, Christina. Uh, every time a cumulative community tweet total is hit, we'll notch up the multiplayer on in-game rewards. So the more you all tweet, the more golden reputation and renown, I'm going to add that in right now because they say it later, and renown you'll earn. Uh, so right off the bat, um, the the main issue that I have with this is that it is so focused on just one social media platform, um, especially given people's uh, you know preferences. Not everyone likes Twitter. Not everyone has a Twitter. Uh, but this is something that is being kind of used on on just twitter alone um i was hoping that this is something that they could actually track using uh like instagram i don't even know if like tiktok or or snapchat would would be viable for this i don't think snapchat would but tiktok at least or even facebook even though i hate zucker zuckerberg Uh, i think you mean meta logan no i i'm gonna call it facebook because 
if if anything the only thing the only thing i want to do is use a book against zuckerberg's face oh that's all i want i will never call it meta so we already I, i i kind of i kind of have some trouble with this because it is it is just on twitter i i live on twitter so i'm not worried about this but i hate the idea that it is just on twitter and it's just for one day and that it is boosted like i'm hoping that the that the community tweet total is pretty low because i don't <laughs> no i do i i hope that it's low because i want them to be able to get the because they're saying that you're the the community emissary grade is going to add an additional three and a half per or three and a half times to gold reputation and renown which is 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 amazing if you're you know if you're planning your day out you sail on sunday which is just the one day that you're going to be able to do this on and you've got a grade five reaper you're going to be hitting that two and a half percent for that, plus the extra three and a half percent for that. That's six percent on top of like golden hour, which I think is is double, I think. Double the base. Uh, boy, I did the math a while ago to figure out if it was just an additional or if it was multiplicative. And I cannot recall my answer. I can oh, sure call you. I was hoping you would remember this. I really was. Do you remember me I doing do. it? I was on your server. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you testing Golden this all out hour. and stuff, and, and and it was really important to you that you knew, and no one's answer was good enough because they didn't have hard proof. So you went and did it yourself, and now you can't yeah, can remember. You be- can you believe that, that that when asking an answer from randos on the internet, I want some semblance of other other proof than source, I said Sir, it. Sir, that is the internet in general. If you want proof, you have to do it yourself. You can't ask the internet for proof and expect proof. I'm looking it up now. It's fine. The, We're moving on. The thread. So, we are while you look that up i will vamp uh because i've never had to use the word vamp in my life uh i i I looked up the etymology of the word vamp couldn't find it nobody knows where it came from really that's Mm -hmm. interesting find the answer if you have the answer i would love to hear it please i I don't but i i always just assumed that was something that would be very well known or at least easily googleable uh so with this I, i i love this idea of sharing stories I love the idea of sharing tweets and things like that. You know, the community that we have is great when it comes to being creative. I've seen, you know, the Lego stuff late recently, the guy that's been making the Lego Sea of Thieves stuff, he made a sloop recently. Awesome. Dude, it looks amazing. I want to buy those Legos and I hate buying Legos because that stuff is way too expensive for what I want to spend on something that is going to collect dust. But overall, um, the main issue that I run into with this is that it's just one day. Uh, it is just on one social media platform. And again, it's at the end of the month when I've literally done everything I can to ensure that my that my emissary ledgers are set up so that I don't have to worry about them on the last two days of the of the ledger. And, and you're telling me that, again, we're going to have another Golden Glory-esque style thing on the end of the month, just like December. And I'm like, great. Well, hopefully I can get on and sail and do Athena and Reaper to really boost up my ledger position. Cause otherwise I'm going to get knocked out and screwed out of my, my ledgers again. All right. I, I looked up the thread yeah. and it seems to me that, uh, the conclusion we came to was that it boosted the base value. Okay. Uh, 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 so if I turned in something for a thousand gold base, 
and with gold with golden hour, it becomes fifteen hundred. So then you add your emissary. Say Two and a half times the four, just to make it easy, you get fifteen hundred. Okay. Plus fifteen hundred. So boy, I would like to see experimentation now with this to see how it's multiplicative or not. Yeah. I think it's going to be additive to the emissary value. I think it'll act as an emissary, but if you have an emissary, it'll just add on top of that. So if emissary gives you two and a half times at grade five, and this goes up to three and a half times, then you just get six times uh, the the value of the base. And golden hour would would buff bump that up to 150% of the normal value. We'll see how it is. The, the point is you're going to get a lot yeah. of money. A lot of money, a lot of renown, a lot of reputation, which... I don't know what I need reputation for, but people out there need reputation. So, and I'm already, I'm already level 100, so I don't need the renown. I've given up on gold because gold is just a uh, something that'll be cool if I have it, cool if I don't. But um, that's I'm still getting it because I don't, I haven't gotten all the dark adventure stuff yet. So yeah, I keep saying I know that's the thing everyone, but it, it's it's I have a few <laughs> items left. I think I have like four items yeah. left. And then, and then I have to start cracking away at the ship parts, which are just what four million and eight million. Oh my! Yeah. Gosh. Can I can I talk about just real quick the, the the sheer irony of adding a gold sink in the in the form of the Dark Adventurers set, only so that they can come up with ways for you to earn gold even more than you could ever do so before <laughs> to buy that stuff. That's fun. I think it's so weird that they came up with that set and they're like, here's how we fix the gold problem. Here's a gold sink. It's a it's a huge gold sink so that if you if you want it, then you can get it. Uh, but then we're going to add ways for you to earn even more gold than you could possibly ever have earned in the past. Well, they're not often in it. You always have to, you know, help people who don't have a lot of gold get a lot of gold to spend on whatever they I want know, to spend but the, on. I think it's but, cool. But the, the, we just had a golden glory last month. Last two weeks that is ago, that's true. true. So you're not wrong. That's that's kind of where like I th it's the one thing that I like about this is that they're they're doing a Logan. Are you complaining that you're getting too many good things too quick? You really are a Sea of Thieves player. I, there should be four months in between any entertainment value I get out of this game. No, I I love that they're doing this again. I love the implementation, or I love the idea. Uh, it's the implementation that I that I have some issues with, and again, it comes up to looking at the scope of what's going on had they had done this in the middle of january like this weekend i'd have been totally fine with it because whatever happened this weekend you still had two weeks to plan out your ledgers to see where you landed to make sure that you don't get knocked out of your position because a whole bunch of people logged in on the last day you see what i mean yeah i understand that i'm over it but i understand <laughs> that's it. fair I'm harping on this. You're harping on something else. It's it's totally. Fine. We all have the things that we're that we're poking holes at and stuff. Yeah, for me, I think it's it's fine. It really seems like like many things in life, we we like sort of automatically assess the uh, uh, reasoning. The um, what's the the X behind it? I have aphasia all the time. You have to. No, that's me. fine. Uh, the not the meaning behind it, the intention yeah. behind it, and it just really seems to me at face value. The first, my first thought was the intention wasn't really this is for the community. This is really more for us at Rare and and getting the game out there and and in and in common tongue or in in um you know in, in yeah aphasia. They're trying game. to they're trying you know to use saying? it as a as a marketing boost in the global conscious, the zeitgeist of the world. Yeah. Um, 
and that's what it just seems to me. And, it, and it's especially offensive when you're trying to say, hey, it's community day for the community. When it, it seems pretty obvious that it's not for the community. Well, there's this, there's, it's a level two. Level one is, hey, we're doing this. Uh, enjoy. And we go, oh, you're really doing it for yourself. And then level two is, hey, we're doing this for you. It, it smacks of when a, a company is like, oh, and you know what? We're we're doing this for you guys, the workers. It's like, you don't give two craps about me. What are you talking about? A pizza party? I'm real excited. How about how about a promotion or an increase in my pay, right? You know what I'm saying here? That's what this this reeks of. Gotcha. Oh, this is for you. Like out of touch is okay, the word. So so here's where I will I will offer up some evidence to the contrary. Uh, they're going to be planning Twitch drops, which I, I usually, I use lightly because it's not actually Twitch drops. It's just a Twitch drop, which they do. They do actually say, but on the day, uh, any streamer that is streaming on Twitch will have the availability. It doesn't matter if they're a partner or not. You can watch them for 20 minutes to earn the Gilded Phoenix tankard. So if that's one that you happen to have missed in the past, uh, that's what it's going. You're, you're going to be able to get that gilded phoenix tankard which is one of the community content creator like items that that gilded phoenix set is intended for the the community stuff um i think it would have been i think it would have been amazing if they had taken that and been like all right anyone watching on this day gets the obsidian capstan i think that would have been a great way to celebrate the community because everyone wants that bloody capstan and that's the one part that's missing out of so many people's sets. And there's only so many ways that you can actually get that capstan. So I think that it, like it, it's great that they're giving a, a Gilded Phoenix tankard. I appreciate that. And I'm glad that they're allowing any streamer to do that. I will probably plan on streaming so that if people need to watch someone that they know, then I, that I can help with that. I'll probably jump onto that just to help out. But that being said, I really think that the Obsidian capstan would have been would have been better. So that's one way it is. It is kind of dumb that it's like, oh, here's something that we just gave away recently. Yeah. So that's something where it's, it's like that is a benefit to streamers. So I that supports the community um, because it doesn't matter if they're a partner or not. Uh, the other thing is, is that if you're a fan, you'll also be able to earn a 30 percent discount on specific stuff in their their merch store, which I can already hear you telling me that that is a very self-serving thing that they're doing. But Yes, it's, a, it's it's maybe even the primary reason this whole thing is happening. But it is it is something that as a fan, I have I want to buy that stuff. That is something that I is desirable for me. And it is a nice thank you out of nowhere to be able to get 30% off. Now, w- what that stuff is will, will be remain will remain to be seen. The one thing that I will point to that does seem like it is self-serving from your aspect uh, is that they're they're giving a community day t-shirt which will only be on sale that day so that is that is one of the things like if if it's a community serving thing i would love for that just to be a thing that's added to the community to the store permanently like even if you can't even if you can't log in and buy it that day because if you can't buy it it's the end of the month a lot of people have rent the next day uh so <laughs> I, I it's just it's one of those things where i hate the i hate the exclusivity side of this and that's it's kind of what they're pushing towards is they want this to be a special day they want it to be important they want to create that fomo to try and get people to talk about this stuff so they're 
Listen, they're just not they're just not considering people like me who just started playing Fortnite again. And immediately uh, there was a cat creature that came out and I had to get that skin. I promised myself I wouldn't buy any more, but it was a kitty cat samurai. So I had to get that. And I don't have any money left to real world stuff. I only buy digital things that will disappear one day. And I feel really bad about buying. That's what I'm here for, Logan. That's... <laughs> is, there, is there a sale in the Emporium? Maybe then I'll listen. I don't need a shirt. I'm too fat for shirts. Well, that's part of the problem, too, is, is a lot of the shirts aren't sized for everyone. They're sized for, uh, you know, streamers. Listen, you got big pirates in the game. Consider there's big pirates in real life, all right? I'm a, I'm a big boy. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that that gets fixed soon, actually. But uh, to, to move in to some of the things that you can get in-game, they've got a flag, uh, which just a community day flag, kind of like the titles. It's there if you want it. I think it's nice that they're putting it up there. Uh, and a power cord emote, which is really random. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why... They're they're playing air guitar in Sea of Thieves. Maybe it's a banjo. They showed an emote recently in one of their videos of somebody cupping their hands across a warm cup of grog. And I'm so mad because you can only get it by buying coffee. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I would have liked that. I, I would like that emote if I if I didn't have to buy the coffee as well, too. Because I, I don't know what the coffee's like, and I've already got a ton of coffee because I shop at Costco, so I don't need more coffee. I've got plenty, but I do want that emote because it, it's it is kind of adorable. I have put myself above all you peasants who drink coffee. I saw it it capture my parents, it, and they are addicted to it. They have to have it to move on. <laughs> I avoided that. Instead, I have to have soda, which is in many ways worse, and I have to have Look, it. we all kill ourselves in different ways. Uh, <laughs> That's so... right. Whether we're smoking, drinking, <laughs> drinking booze, drinking soda, uh, you know, we, we all put the different uh, man-made <laughs> drugs into our body, whether it's the caffeine molecules or the nicotine. We're all, we're all for uh, I don't want that being our motto. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately that is the motto of the human race so um once someone once said that uh the sum of human experience is trying to figure out a way to dull the human experience <laughs> to uh, to escape the human experience i don't want to feel whether it's aboriginals licking ro uh, uh, frogs uh, <laughs> people in the north looking for mushrooms uh, every 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 uh, civilization found their own way. Whether it's just letting corn rot and then drinking and going, you know what? This made me forget things for a couple <laughs> hours. Oh man! So okay, that's kind of the the overall thing with the community day event. I mean, we would know that because we had to drink five hundred grogs in a row to get something to trigger. We're getting that only to required that. We'll three, get to that. Supposedly, we're getting to that. We'll talk about it. Just to have it not count when I do capture. The we're going to talk about it. But first, we've got, I, I want to bring this other part up because this is something that you probably don't know or care too much about. But I want to let people know about the the golden bananas because it's just a, a crazy thing that happened. Uh, f for those that don't, by the way, that was the end of the community day thing. It's going on January 30th. I'm, I'm glad that we've got two weeks worth of notice. I, I, I kind of have issues with it. I think they can still tweak it. And I hate the fact that I'm going to have to babysit my, uh, my ledger ledger leaderboards at the end of the month. Again, uh, I'm, I'm going to have a fun time on the Alliance server raking in some, God, I, some days you just make me hate you so much. <laughs> 
I'm just going to make so much money by just. Oh, sailing. what's that? I think our well, call's disconnecting. I can't hear hear you anymore. <laughs> oh, no. Going in <laughs> of thing. Uh-huh. Podcasting. Oh, you guys heard it now. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Logan Golden bananas disconnected. So this is back to my show golden again. Golden bananas. I knew I would. The mutiny has succeeded. Have you, have you heard of the quest for the golden bananas? This was something that. No. Okay. So back in March of 2018, let me take you on a little adventure here. Uh, we were doing uh, open betas for Sea of Thieves. We had just had sea, uh, Order of Souls opened up to the beta, and we were just going out and killing skeleton captains for like the first time. We were so excited. And Xbox announced a quest for the Golden Bananas, which was an ARG that set up uh, the community, speaking of community, to uh, try and figure out this huge long quest line for Sea of Thieves. Um, this was something that that these in the reward for these was a set of four bananas that are 18 karat gold that have uh, a printed rare reapers mark on them. This was something that was a treasure hunt that was organized by Microsoft and rare. It brought in the character Umbra. So if you, if you know Umbra from Laguna whispers, this is where she came from. It was a care. It was an uh, actress that was dressed up. And the whole point of it was to um, kind of give these ARG quests uh, to people so that if a crew came together and figured these all out, the people that won it would uh, they would earn the golden banana sales, a full set of um, the black dog set, but as a yellow version of it so that only people that that won this contest would have these uh, banana versions of the of the black dog set, which was a pre-order bonus for Sea of Thieves and these four bananas, uh, these four bananas coincidentally enough which was a community driven event are now being sold for $34,000 on French eBay from one of the people that was that earned these so the thing that was a hallmark of the community coming together and and winning a contest is going to be a hallmark of the community coming together again as everyone subscribes to Logan's Patreon so he can get the 34,000 gold uh, required gold real money to get the gold bananas. All right guys, subscribe, become a top tier patron so that Logan can keep the podcast going. He cannot continue unless he's basking in the aura of those bananas as light reflects off of them and just just gives him energy he needs it to continue the podcast do you like this podcast then you have a moral obligation the top tier on patreon he just added a new $34,000 that will get your name read at the end of the podcast for eternity I I will get your name tattooed on my shoulder (laughs) I will take part of that $34,000 and tattoo your name on my shoulder Listen, do you uh, oh you get oh you can spend $7.99 on enough V-Bucks to get a samurai cat, yes. Or you could give that $7.99 to Logan. Uh everyone make your choice. Um so I this this kind of hits hard for me. Um this is one of those things. I the value for this is a little higher than what uh what the actual value of the gold is, but Dude, I don't know, man. Like this, like I I understand where we were talking a little bit before we started recording. You said that that you would rather have the 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 money, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because I'm not crazy. That's fair. Yeah. That's totally fair. I am crazy. 
I would. I'm also very poor. That's probably I'm a big also factor. very poor. That is not the case. Uh, as much as I would love to have, you know, 34 grand because it would it would take care of you know the car that I have to figure out later on this week. Uh, I would I would love to have these. My wife would probably steal away with these and tell me that I have to get rid of them. Uh, but I would love to have these golden bananas. But it's just it's such a it's such a pain point, dude, especially on the announcement of them saying that they're going to celebrate the community, that the community throws it back in their face by saying we're going to sell the very, very valuable bananas that you gifted us for computer for completing an ARG at the launch of the game. Yeah, it was years ago. It's time to let go. Don't hang on to <laughs> Listen, also, here's another reason why. I don't like to own anything that's expensive. One, I break everything I have. So I can't be like, oh, no, I scratched my car. No, break I things. kick my car to show people I don't care. It's a stupid, it's an old car. It's going to break down one day. All right, the most expensive thing I own for a long time was my couch. Ooh, okay, I guess you could steal that. Don't have anything to steal. The neighborhoods I have lived in in most of my life, most of my adult life, are neighborhoods you don't want to have anything that people go look through the window and go, hmm, I want that. I have none of that. That's fair. Don't don't have things around that can be stolen. Don't do that. No, have, have be poor and then show it. That's what I say. I am poor because I I like to spend money on big stuff that I can say that my wife will will still use. So, but yeah. Anyway, just take the words of John Panette. Uh, many people, you know how people say uh, we were poor and we didn't know it. We were certain of it. <laughs> Oh my God. All right. Well, that's, that's kind of the main news for this week. Uh, I'm, I did mention again, the, the person that went and, uh, did the sea of thieves, uh, Wanda's workshop in Lego is back at it again. They made a sloop. It looks amazing. I, I absolutely love this. I think they are doing a great job. Uh, they really like go over and submit yours if you want to do this. Uh, but seriously, like this person is doing doing the the lord's work as far as making sea of thieves and lego a thing and i will i will spend the money on that because that is almost as valuable as uh golden bananas (laughs) almost gaming paraphernalia is a weird thing because you find something you're interested like you like oh you got all the sea of thieves stuff i'm like what and i look over here like oh here's the starcraft thing i bought because that's the game i care about (laughs) i've bought exactly one physical collector's edition in my life and that was a homeworld thing it came with like a little home world plastic model uh, of one of the so funny super awesome cool but the problem with our our hobby is that many of us have nowhere to put no. it and sometimes the stuff isn't like display worthy like oh i like this but it's a plasticky it's like displaying a figurine you bought at toys r us why would you do this yeah. And having to spend all the money to figure out a way to display it. Maybe if you were wealthy and you had like a gaming room or stuff like this. But uh, for most of us, we don't know what to do with this stuff. It ends up just cluttering our desk or being put in boxes. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a weird it's a weird kind of cyclical circle of of wanting to buy stuff and not knowing what to buy, and then buying the thing that we love at the time, and then putting it up on the shelf to make us feel better about our purchases. Anyone who buys a physical item instead of a digital one, I I feel has has moved way beyond me. And I wish I could ascend to your level of intelligence and good financial decisions. Right. Uh, I have a lot of Team Fortress 2 hats, and you can't wear them all at once, especially if you haven't played the game in three years. <laughs> There's one person who might be listening to this that would be very upset with you. Super Spruce is the person <laughs> who uh, created the, the uh, Wanda's Workshop. Um, they're at it again. Uh, I'll put a link into the show notes for the, um, what is it called? The Lego ideas 
uh, to make sure that if you if you want to support them for the Wonders Workshop, you can go and support them for the Sloop as well. The Sloop is actually really cool, dude. I'm not going to lie. The the top deck uh, can be pulled off so that you can actually see like the the mast and the barrels and the the cooking station and stuff in the bottom deck. It's it's a I love it. I think it's really well done. Uh, but yeah, so that's out there available. Um, and I'm trying to think if there was anything else. That was it. Just Lego stupid. Where are my connects boys? Get out of here with yeah, your connects. All right, connects no. game. Am I right, boys? Connects gang. Negative. Let's build that roller Get coasters. The big ball machine. Crank it. Drop machine. a few extra bucks to get the automatic motor. You know what I'm saying? No, no that's bad. Don't do that. <laughs> that's so bad. Yes, connect. I have I have boxes of connects for my children to play with i did get a vasectomy so i'm not sure what i'm going to do with them anymore but i have boxes of my connects from when you, i was kids like big those big rubbermaid containers didn't we just talk about the fact that you have resolved to to, to buying stuff for yourself it, that that was basically like toys r us plastic no no no. i said i wish i could ascend there at no point in my life do i think it will ever <laughs> actually do things that will make me happy. I'll never make that decision. <laughs> well, you you did say that you wanted to be on this podcast for a reason. So hopefully that makes you happy. But what was the reason that you wanted to come on? Well, as as those of you, which has to be everyone, I'm sure, who listened to the last time I was on, uh, what was it, three months ago, uh, I was I was a little down on myself how I felt how the podcast went and uh, and I'm ready to I'm ready to move on Logan I felt like I've gotten a creative rut with this show where I would just come back and talk about the same thing every time so I'm kind of I'm bringing it back to when I first came on and I brought a topic for us to talk about and uh, and for me to yell at the uh, community about and so I've brought a new topic here today that would still allow us to talk about some of the new things that's come oh, okay uh, and that topic is focusing on improvement versus focusing on new things this is uh happens in everyone's life and is is very uh vibrant in the gaming sphere and i think this update in particular has presented us a great opportunity to talk about well, it's it also in this kind of nice in this update sorry i'm interrupting you Go ahead. uh i i wanted to to jump on this because i i think right now being you know the beginning of the new year is a great reason for us to look at improving ourselves over getting new stuff oh look at that look at that look at you tied it in even yeah. better i love it so in this update we got a lot of some quality of life updates as opposed to brand new things while we got brand new things i think uh well we'll talk more about it but here we can see kind of the balance of how we got it in this update and maybe that'll help you know uh, uh, mold our discussion about this topic so in this update, some of the quality of life things that we got was uh, improved island navigation with like, you know, those those elevators mm. and, and other such things to help you get around some of the bigger islands or the more harder to navigate island, islands. Did, did you uh, see the one that was on Old Faithful Island, the elevator that they put in there? Uh, is this? Uh, yes, I think this is the, the yeah, cage. It's just a, it's just yeah. a prison cage. It's brilliant. Pretty cool. So well themed. I love it. Very good. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. That was, that's a great. That's a great one. Uh, we got the best thing in the world ever, which is the ability to move crates into and out of uh, resources into and out of a crate and barrels in between them. Oh, that is so awesome, dude! I freaking yeah. love it's it. It's really nice. We 
we've talked about, I know many times about uh, how Sea of Thieves does or doesn't respect our time. And this is a great step forward right? into respecting our time. The amount of time I'd be like, all right, guys, well, you, you, Logan, you say elsewhere to go. I'm going to go manage our resources <laughs> and I'm going to spend the next 20 because we did a we did a, a, a flame heart. So we've got 19 storage crates. Let me go organize them. Oh, now. my God. It's so much easier when you just grab a crate and shove it in front mm. of the other crate and be like, eh, and just dump it all into the other one delicious absolutely love it uh if i if i could like like every true sea of thieves player hey i like this can i have more please if i could make a small suggestion <laughs> while i'm holding a crate and i go up to take something uh, or interact with a barrel if you could tell me if that barrel was empty it doesn't tell you while you're holding the crate so i don't know if like oh is my crate full and i'm not taking everything out of there because I had a pineapple taking up a slot and now I'm not getting all the wood out of there or whatever. Yeah. I'd like to know if, if the barrel I'm interacting with is empty or not. Yeah. This, this was some feedback that I gave, uh, to, to rare last time I got an opportunity to talk to them. Cause oh, yeah. Really? Cause I, I've always wanted like something that's big in visual, like a big red X whenever a barrel's empty so that I, even though I read the text that's on it, it doesn't mentally register the word that I just read. Because I didn't actually read it. I just saw the word and I ignored it. And then I tried to get something. Not a bad suggestion at all. But yeah. Uh, other quality of life things we've got in this update. Uh, seagulls above Megalodon and Kraken. Who hasn't suggested that at one time or the other? There, I should say. Mm -hmm. Though it would be cool to see seagulls is above a Megalodon as it circles. Yeah. yeah. I would I would uh, like that loot better though. Because that loot is, is poo-poo right now. Uh, that's the case. I don't know. Is it true or not that the more rare the Megalodon, the better the loot pool? I have not seen anything to that to that effect as far as okay. any kind of research. That'd be cool, too. I think the loot pool is just um, pretty ra random. I think the trouble is, is that as a as a sloop, when you get hit by a Kraken, you kill two tentacles and then it's done. So you, you mm -hmm. get like three pieces of loot and a couple chunks of meat. And it's like that that yes. was not. That was not worth the, the the amount of time it took for you to stop my ship in the middle of this giant inky <laughs> pool, only for me to murder two things. I didn't I got slapped once and that was it. That was not that 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 was not worth the time invested. That was not an experience. I have said before, and I don't know if I've said it here publicly, but that the crack and fight on a sloop is it needs a little little tweaking make it a little harder yeah that's always been the uh, the argument with the kraken man every every time I, the kraken difficulty has come up it is always wrapped around this idea of like it needs to be harder there needs to be a head the pool the the pool of loot that you get needs to be needs to to last longer uh which they did actually fix they did actually make it so that the loot doesn't start the timer to sink until after the kraken is defeated mm -hmm. which i do appreciate that here's a little sea of science true or false logan the sink timer for loot that goes into the water when your ship sinks versus when you have dropped loot into the water is different. It should be the same. Shouldn't be any different. Correct. It is the same. You are correct. I sat on a rowboat for like, I don't remember how it was, like 15 minutes to test. Yeah. This. Yeah. It should be uh And then five I also timer. tested like three different other ways it could go in the water. All the same. Yeah. Uh, here's one that you may not have noticed because it was a ninja update. They didn't put it in the notes. How dare they? Uh, when you open up your quest radial, you have things like, uh, depending on your key binds, uh, your voyages, uh, throwables, more. Mm -hmm. And if you have in your hand a cannonball or some other thing that can be loaded into the cannons, 
a new one appears right under throwables. It says cannonballs. You select that, you get the radial that you would get while you're on a, a cannon. So all, everything below in cannon, curse balls, uh, flame blunt. Uh, I don't actually I don't remember about flame or blunders, but fireworks, flares, oh, so, all that stuff that can be loaded. So if that's a pretty what cool you're saying change. is, is instead of having to interact with the actual cannon, you can pull out the cannon that you or the cannonball type that you want prior. Mm-hmm. interesting yeah, yeah no that was not mentioned but that 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 menu that option only appears if you're holding something can be oh. cannonball. so usually you just use the radial pick cannonball and then you can use the radial again and pick see one that's of. that's a problem because for me the way i the way i have to do that was just go into the actual like tab menu and go to my equipment to see it or just hit the mm-hmm. hot key yes if i hit the hot key for uh for cannons or cannonballs uh which i think is it's like three or four on my keyboard uh if i hit that i can cycle through it the way i can cycle through like instruments which mm. is was the the oh, only way that i could i never really noticed that yeah like if you if you hit the i key on the keyboard you can mm-hmm. cycle through your instruments and if you hit the the food key or the cannonball key you can cycle through what you have in your inventory what does mouse wheel do uh it cycles through your weapons weapons yeah It'd be cool if it cycled through whatever you were Which, holding. by the way, I, I will, I'm going to throw this out right now. I was talking to Davram yesterday when we were sailing, and I think if we had taken out the ability to cycle your weapons through the mouse wheel, I don't think that we would have ever had to have fixed double guns. Because hmm. that was the thing that people were doing. They were mouse wheel scrolling through Blunder or through Eye of Reach and uh, Flintlock and killing someone instantly. And if they didn't have that mouse squirrel ability, I think that would have probably fixed it because they would have had to ha- hit the uh, actual weapon buttons, which is on par with what. Maybe that's why I could never master double gunning because I was always using one and two. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I should use scroll. Yeah, that was the thing. Some other quality of life updates we got with this. Uh, here's another ninja one. Hold to take is sped up. What I mean by that is uh, for a keyboard anyway, if you hold F. I believe while you're you're going into a barrel, you just take it all. It used to be really slow. Now it zips right through. Nowadays, I just hold. Usually, you could spam F faster than it would take if you held it. Now you just hold it, and it's so fast. Oh, so what you're a great ninja. Update. So you're and and just I want to make sure that this is clear for people that don't know because I want to make sure I'm clear about it as well too. You're talking about when you actually go into a barrel and there's stuff you want to take out of it. Instead of spamming the F key, you just press F to grab all of it. And that's faster. Right, hold F. Or hold F. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. And it'll take everything that you can take. Hopefully that's clear enough. Uh, enemies that use a gun dropping ammo pouches is stellar. Allows you to really makes guns more viable versus PV. You know, I, you know, it was a weird thing. I was, we were killing skeleton ships the other day. And I got to say, I really hate when a skeleton ship sinks and you know when a skeleton ship sinks and all of the skeletons on the ship explode now there's like 50 freaking ammo pouches sitting (laughs) that's amazing so now (laughs) i didn't think about that (laughs) yeah that might need a quick yeah so that's that maybe if if the ship despawns because it sinks maybe not have those skeletons spawn ammo pouches i don't know great that's 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 funny unintended things you don't think Mm. about uh, the robo can dock in either direction, which combined with a thing we'll talk about later is a nice little quality of life mm-hmm. thing. Uh, and then lots of fixed issues. You love to see it. Uh, the fishing rod line being different than 
uh, what kit casted out than what was on the model was annoying me for <laughs> almost a year. And uh, and now that that's actually the same, that, that makes me so happy. Uh, but uh, tons of stuff was fixed. Uh, if I can if I can also dig at Rare for a second, their list of known issues is bad, and I wish it was better. Yeah, I don't need to hear for the 900th time out hit reg isn't good. How about you talk about some of the issues that we've been experiencing for since these things came out, like, oh, the Chest of Sorrows, if you're on a ladder, it doesn't fill your ship. I don't know if it still works where you can, if you harpoon it on your robo, it won't fill your ship. You can get on a sloop ladder from inside, which instead of fixing, they just disabled the ladder in the in-between when you're in the tall tales. Oh my gosh, just fix it. Uh, many ladders you could just jump on instead of climbing. Uh, how about escape is back? Should be a setting that actually works with escape is back. Uh, they actually may have fixed. I think I tested the other day. I think they actually so fixed that. Maybe not. The the how about supply crates and shipwrecks should have stuff in them. How about when two people mount the same cannon sometimes and one person's like, why can't I use it? Oh wait, it's because I'm merging. Our bodies have merged in some cross the streams <laughs> Ghostbusters garbage. How about the rowboat bug where all of a sometimes when I just take it off my ship, it's like, hey, you can't use this anymore and you're vibrating, huh? How about I can perform emotes with the fishing rod? I like that one. Don't get rid of that. The Reaper's hideout title card comes 19 miles away from the from the island. Maybe it's just from the east, but I, I get that title card, and I have another hour or two before I get to there, that island. There's a theory about uh, that, actually. Cause, oh. Yeah, because the, the island, uh, wherever the island geometry hits in, in the world is when you get that title card. So the theory right now is, is that there's a huge underground labyrinth that is underneath reaper's hideout and that's why it because it, it, it's so far out is why it hits uh so early i am so angry at you? the recent christmas stream <laughs> i know it's a surprise if you can uh if you can take in the back enough to believe it uh that they opened up they put sound effects for opening up that reaper's uh trap door mm-hmm when they did the orb stream because for the longest i'd be like oh i can't wait till we get a tall tale where that opens and, I, and my argument or my response was always can we just have nice things without rare having to think about oh no we have to implement this in some way can't you just have a cool light say a lighthouse without thinking about how can this lighthouse uh have a mechanic can it just be a cool thing in the world can't you just have a cool trap door without thinking we have to one day go in it and then now they're like oh we've opened it Come on, Rare. I'm I'm fighting for you. That's here. what they. That's I. Okay. First off, I want a lighthouse that actually works, whether I can go into it or not. And two, <laughs> I really do. I, I think that that's a good thing. I think that it's nice. I mean, you want you want something like that. You're that's fine. You got it. You, there, there's an upstairs to a tavern that is not accessible. It's fine. <laughs> you already have that. There's Amazing. a door that is being leaned up against by the mysterious stranger in the tavern that mm. it just opens up to the back of the tavern. There's nothing behind that. It's the back of the tavern. So it's and I don't even think there's a door on the outside in that spot, is no, there? No, there is. There is. It leads okay. to nothing. <laughs> All right. That's I mean, there's a hidden compartment uh, on the back of the galleon that no one can access because it's walled up. That's true. That's there's true. plenty of stuff. The point is, you don't want it to be restricted. You want Rare to be able to put whatever art they want without, you know, if if you have everything must have a function, then you've restricted what you can and can't do. Oh, we wanted to add this cool thing, uh, but people were going to want to control the lighthouse. Oh, trust so me. No lighthouse. As someone who's still wanting the galleon doors to work, there are plenty of things that they have put into the game <laughs> that don't have a purpose that's great other 
things that everyone knows is an issue that still haven't even been listed is uh, when you jump, when you try to go up a ladder and you start from the top of a ladder, you go down a little bit first. Mm. It's like an yeah. animation garbage. The new voyages don't count towards the buy 250 voyages achievement. The new, in the new voyages don't count towards anything. Allied flags on on brigs on the map uh, have a weird line at the end, like oh, they're in the, like the cursor's still there, and you're ready to type. No, more. that's that's a transparency issue on the actual uh, thing. Like that that can get. Oh, it's an issue. So like you would call maybe a known issue that you could put in the known issue. I don't know list. if it's known. I don't know if they notice it. Animals often get stuck in animation when you put here's, them on certain the anchor points. If you if you don't alliance with ships, you never have to see it. <laughs> <laughs> is a bug really a bug if you can just not do yeah, it? Yeah, don't alliance. Uh, well, if you turn off season of notifications, it turns off event notifications. Uh, the Order Souls crew accommodation is bugged all heck. Uh, there's a million things we've all known about for a long time. Never shows up on the list of known uh-huh. issues. Uh, all, all I've spent a lot more time saying how I didn't like it than what I do like is that tons of fixed issues every patch, and I love that. Or every major patch. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's... So, so now... Oh, okay. I was just going to say, there's a lot of stuff that did come in that did get fixed that was really nice. But I I do 100% agree that there are a large list of, of what should be known issues that are just not listed. Because there's no way to track mm-hmm. that stuff. Uh, and and if, if they aren't tracking it in the patch notes, you know, how much, how much effort is going into tracking it <laughs> in the actual builds? Yeah, yeah. So, so those are a bunch of the quality of life updates we got this. We also got some, and I'd kind of wrap this in with the quality of life updates, immersive updates. You know, I'm a role player at heart, even if it's like light RP, like speaking like a pirate sometimes while I'm sailing. I love this kind getting, of stuff. So the more stuff they throw Getting this, fake mad on podcasts. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> interesting adjective there. Uh, you know, can't confirm or deny whether or not this is fake. Uh, but... Uh, when you can you can whisper now by turning the trumpet around uh which is gr- an amazing like uh cartoon logic uh you can pcs now move their lips when they're talking uh tori and i used this right away when the update came out we were working together to get some of those burying achievements um because because just she doesn't use discord much so we use the in-game mm-hmm. chat it was uh it's great um sitting and uh sleeping was added sitting is a really cool immersive things i've that was on one of my top 10 lists, you might recall, being able to sit in all the chairs yeah. around. And now you can. I think that's great. Uh, there's things like you could sit in the Reaper's hand at Reaper's Outpost, uh, Reaper's Hideout. That's great. I wonder what other playful seats there oh, are. Oh, there's a ton. Hasn't found. There's a, an absolute. Oh, yeah? Can you think of any? Yeah, there's a, a rock. that is, There's like an edge of the rock on Shipwreck Bay that is up at, you know, the top pinnacle of Shipwreck Bay. Um, there's a uh-huh. point that looks out towards Reaper's Hideout uh, in the spire. Um, that is kind of tucked against the side of a rock face. Like it's an, it's an open drop and there's a a rock right next to it, but you sit down and you sit down on the actual ledge on shipwreck bay, but it's, there's nothing that indicates it unless you just happen to be at that spot and you happen Mm -hmm. to notice that you can sit down there. A lot of stuff like that I found around. That's just one example, but there's been, there's a ton, ton of places that are places like that, that you can sit down that not many people have really posted about everyone's kind of done the the typical like oh i'm sitting on the the smuggler's bay or oh i'm sitting on the the mast on uh uh reapers or not reapers what is it the spire sea dog tavern you know everyone's got kind of the the main ones that they thought about Mm -hmm. uh but there's a lot out there that i found like on uh, marauder's arch and 
Shipwreck Bay, things like that. That's cool. I love yeah. that. Uh, there, there's a in I forget which fort. There's a chair up in a spot you can't normally reach. Like any parkour can't get you up there. It's sword dashing everything. Mm-hmm. But I used the height, you know, the extra height I got from an explosive barrel to get me up there. <laughs> and uh, you couldn't sit in that chair. Rare, you missed one. <laughs> you know, you should have considered what if somebody used a uh, explosive barrel to increase their height. You didn't think about that, did you? All right. It's because you're bad at your job. Come on, get better, <laughs> oh Rare. My God. Come on. I thought you actually cared about this community. And that chair is going unsatin. How dare you? Uh, if I can be real mad instead of fake mad, which apparently I always am, Logan, mm-hmm. uh, you can't sit in the seats in arena. Hey, why Why would they add the ability to sit in the seat in a spot that literally every player who's playing arena has to be in and needs to pass the time in some way between a match? Why let that tavern full of chairs and even whole sections where there's nothing there's no point to like the stage except to to role play and have fun and there's seats there why why let us sit there why add that how how much harder can it have been to give arena just the noddest the littlest of nod of hey you could sit in the chairs Look, like we've added to the rest of the Caleb, game i love you but just like alliances in the issue with the alliance flag and having the issue if you don't <laughs> play arena you don't have mm. to worry about that. I wonder if you can bury the chest. In arena? Yeah, I bet not. Sure, you probably could. What I need to do is is fish up an Ashen Keen arena, if you can, and see if you can bury that. <laughs> and see if burying is disabled altogether or just for that chest. <laughs> Someone somewhere in the world is just looking at the map and being like, I don't know where the hell this is. Where the hell is this? <laughs> It's it's the only way you can bury something in the pirate legend hideout, I believe. Is how fishing up. Oh, gotcha. Tree. That's what I, that's what I was trying to figure out how you did it because uh, you you were talking about how you could bury something in pirate legend tavern and it gave you a map for the sea dog tavern, and I was mm. so confused as to whatever the heck you were talking about. I was like, well, how did you even get something in there? <laughs> well, people have long since theorized that the pirate legend tavern. Uh, was under the sea dogs tavern uh first it was because they heard you know cannonball shots while they were down there then somebody found that bug that shot them way up into the sky from the tavern and it where did it take you it took you to the sea dog island mm-hmm. and then now this just proves it even more that when you put it down it shows you the map it's because you're underneath that well island. a lot of the stuff is is centered around sea dog because that's that's the safest point it's like zero zero for the map it's where you get, uh, like, I don't know, I haven't seen it happen recently, but all the time I would get, like, a bunch of shipwreck floating items would be there, mm, yeah. and you would hear, like, lightning from a storm. Yeah. I remember you and I, <laughs> not, not a real argument, but we were, like, yelling at each other. I'm like, I'm in the storm. He's like, you're like, I'm in the storm, and you're not here. You're, I could see you're, you're to the right where everything you describe is that you're to the east. <laughs> the storm is to the west. Stop saying you're in the storm. And I'm like, Logan, I can hear lightning. I'm in the storm. The storm has to be near me. I'm hearing lightning. We figured out that there's just for some reason you hear lightning at that spot. Yeah, yeah. That's a weird bugged spot. I don't know what it's it's like. It's like when you when uh, one of the first things you learn if you're in any sort of security class for computer science is SQL injection, where where you enter in your username and password, it gets put right into code. So you can just write sequence SQL code and then hit where the password should be or the username and hit enter. And then you can run code on someone else's server. That's what this is. Like for some reason, zero zero has a bunch of unintended things where it's like, oh, well, we've got to throw it at zero zero. There's nowhere else to put mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Or, or it gets removed somehow. Like it's, you know, code gets adjusted and 
they change something and they're the default location is zero zero if it doesn't have like a proper location all kinds of weird stuff like that Ahoy there, Pirates. This is the ad for this episode, and I did want to let you know if you wanted to avoid these and just get a regular filler, you can head over to the Patreon. There's a special feed just for patrons that get the ad-free version. If you want to keep listening, though, I can't say I blame you because this week I want to let you know about Loot Crate and getting 15% off of most crates and crate subscriptions when you use the link and code ROBOTSRADIO in the show notes. Also, you can head over to audiobooks.com, get your first three audiobooks for free, and that can include any two vip books or use the affiliate link for green man gaming if you're a pc gamer or you'd like to save money on games it's one of the benefit of being a pc gamer head over to green man gaming you can get codes for steam epic any of the different stores that they have deals going on they have deals going on all the time and if you plan on buying there please consider using our affiliate link all of that goes straight to me through the network thank you all so much for everything that you do to support this podcast it means the world to me and i continue to try and improve the quality and the content for you with that pirates let's get back to the show and if i can also say i know listen i'm not seven and there's plenty of young people that play this game i know because my heart breaks when i watch people make youtube videos where they make like kids cry when they're playing sea of thieves because they're awful people uh there's just like fart humor I don't like when hearing like when my character's sleeping in the bed, hearing him fart and stuff. I'm like, what? Or when the stupid dog pees. I'm just not into that humor. But that's just me. Plenty of that's people. That's such are. a random. It's not, like thing. it's not like no one's ever made a fart joke before. So random. All right. <laughs> uh, we're talking about sitting and sleeping. Don't tell me it's not, it's random. No, you fart in your sleep. It's weird. <laughs> just a, a like weird it. thing to take umbrage with. <laughs> well, that could be. How the, dare that you? That could be the title of my autobiography. I don't appreciate this uh, lowbrow humor in this pirate game I'm playing. <laughs> God forbid we have a small sense of lowbrow humor in this teen game where true. we get drunk. I never liked it. I puked on We've someone exactly... yesterday, and I and I don't want to fart in my sleep. <laughs> I've done exactly one episode where we used blue humor in my podcast. We said, like, "All right, this is the one episode we can." Is do. that better than brown? It humor? was the episode I talked about a surgery I had, and so we we, used, we did a bunch of dumb jokes about private parts. It was really funny, and I'm so good at blue humor, but not in your game. Uh, we also. Ha- no, get it out of there. Uh, get it out of my podcast. It's literally in one episode. Uh, rats. We see rats. Nice little immersive thing. Uh, we got fireworks. The fact that fireworks reflect in water. I remember watching their update video talking about how that was a special thing they had to, to do on purpose because normally effects, I forget what they called them, uh, certain type of effects don't reflect in water, but they made sure that these do. That's pretty cool. And you get the holiday decor- decorations. We even saw it in an arena, probably because they just had a hit a toggle from when they last built it. Mm-hmm. In arena last Christmas, but anyway, still we got to see all the Christmas effects. Yeah. Love holiday decorations, all nice immersive stuff. things. And then now we, we've looked at now we've looked at the improvement. Remember the the, the theme here: improvement versus new. And, and now we're going to look at the new things that this this update gave us: new tools mm-hmm. like flares. Really cool, great idea. Love. I've long since wish I could communicate with allies. You know, in oh. natural alliances, be able to shoot up a red flare and and. Hopefully that communicates, hey, I'm in trouble. I need help uh, or, or getting light on a dark island at night. Uh, they don't last quite long enough for me to, to use them to light up islands. I wish it lasted a little bit longer. 
Um, and the night doesn't last long anyway, so it, and that kind of negates it as well or makes it less appealing. But it's, it's a great idea. I love that. Great, a great can, tool. can I share a quick little story about the flares? I gave you permission. Okay. Yes. I was sailing with Davram. Just this once. Okay. I was sailing with uh, Davern yesterday and uh, a skelly sloop spawned on us as we were heading to go take down a, a brig that we saw that was flying in Athena flag uh, emissary. The uh, the skeletons that were on there were shadow skeletons and it was it was dark enough to where we couldn't you know, we couldn't damage them with fire and it was really annoying me. So I shot up a flare a white flare to kind of like illuminate them to get access to, you know, being able to do that because I couldn't do it any other way. And it worked, but the brig that was at Galleons that was going to try and turn in shot up a white flare as well too. Cause Davram looked at me and he's, you know, he was sitting there and he's like, dude, that thing went far. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, that flare went really far. And I'm like, where? And I saw that it was the brig that had fired it off. And I was, and we sunk, so we sunk the, the skeleton galleon or the skeleton sloop. And I was like, I'm going to shoot a red flare. And he's like, why? And I'm like, well, I shot a white flare for the sake of the skeletons and they shot a white flare in, in an assumption, I think that they were going, that we were being peaceful. So I'm going to shoot a red flare to let them know I'm not peaceful. So I shot up the red flare and sure enough, the brig comes sailing towards us and we start in an hour long fight. Oh my God. And it was, it was a great, great thing. But I was like, you know, I didn't think about how flares don't really get used too often, but it was definitely one of those moments where I was like, ah, you know what? My, I feel like my intentions were conveyed in a, in a wrong way. So mm. I'm going to, I'm going to fix that. And sure enough, I shot up the red flare and they came towards us. I think as time goes on and the community sort of agrees to what things mean, mm. uh, that'll be like, I was hoping that would happen with tall tail. Like if we put up a certain flag, it always means tall. Yeah. Tail. That didn't really happen, but some things were quite obvious. Like, Oh, reapers flag probably means come fight yeah. me. Uh, Reaper's Mark, I mean. Uh, so I think eventually we'll agree, oh, do we see a white flare? That probably doesn't mean anything for me. Do I see a red flare? That means I need help if we're in an alliance or I need a fight. What's I want to fight you if, if we're not in an alliance. Uh, it's it's a weird thing that uh, they should be patched out of the game. No one uses oh. it. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a thing that makes it so that you can't use your normal, your normal flag. <laughs> it's what it is. Uh, I think as time goes on, we might all sort of begin to agree with these mean. And if we can do that, I think flares will be immensely useful. That's the key. Great way. We need to be able to communicate across, you know, big distances with other ships. Yeah. You know, sometimes like here's one thing we all grant. If you see cannons pointed straight up, all of the cannons pointed straight up, usually that means that ship that's coming right at you isn't looking for a fight. They just yeah. want to, you know, do whatever other that thing. That is a peaceful talk to you about i want to do glitter beard or whatever they're doing like we all agreed that's what that meant yeah yeah there's been some really good ones like that in the game in the past um people have tried to troll it but you know having your cannons up has definitely been a, a very clear indication that there's no way you're going to easily fire upon me um i think red flare would definitely be a really good way and and they tried to do this in the video that they put out they tried to say like hey you know warn you know warn your teammates if something is going on with a red flare but the problem is, is that there's nothing too loud. If you're not looking or thinking about a red flare, why isn't it easier just to say, hey, someone's coming as opposed to firing off a red flare? But using a red flare to indicate that you're hostile near another ship is definitely a, an easy thing to, to say without having to be within shouting distance. Right. So I kind of like that. But I did, that was my story. Uh, Sorry. I knew I sidetracked you, but I had to share that. 
No, it's perfect. That's, that's I know he hates stories, about, isn't it? Let me tell you. Oh, dang, you, you cut you cut me off. <laughs> you got to it before I could. Uh, <laughs> I love that they affect shadow skeletons. Great, nice little touch. Yeah. Uh, it, to to finish the gaming mantra of thank you, I want more. Uh, it'd be cool if if the white flare would make vulnerable the white skeletons, uh, the white shadow skeletons, and if the red flare made vulnerable the red shadow skeletons. It's it's such a niche thing. Of course, you're not going to spend time on it. Still, would be a nice little touch. Interesting. We new tool we got also is the cannon robo. Oh, did your ship sink? But you know that that ship is one or two shots away from sinking too. You've got your cannon robo now, or for the other million reasons, you can use a cannon robo. Pretty cool little thing. Uh, I really like the idea of now you have a second cannon on the sloop. We've all been asking for that. How come a galleon has four people, four cannons? My sloop only has two people, one cannon. Now you can have two people, two cannons on one side. Anyway. I mean, the brig uh, doesn't It's got have a limited range, three. but still it's something. The, but I mean, the brig never had three cannons. Yep. And now the brig gets three. So now we're all on even. I think, I think the foot. agreement here is, is that we should just, it, we should just say that the galleon is is just a little too high powered but okay so uh you have three cannons is that what you're saying i don't know because it, it also has a second deck and the second deck affords more time mm-hmm. and it's harder to sink as a result like they have more opportunity to save Some it people say that but in my experience as a, a triumphant sea dog uh my experience is that the second deck is is might as well be the top deck if water gets to the second deck yourself i it depends it depends on the fight and how long Can you remember the last time you were in a galleon water got to the second deck and you only had like one hole and you were fine yeah yeah i've saved I i've can't. saved second deck it's always full of holes because people constantly like half their shots actually get to the bottom deck and other half are in the middle deck yeah but so it, your middle deck's always full i've i've been able to save i've been able to save second deck ships in the past it's it's not it's not that bad and that's that was that was not with like double bucketing or anything because i never even knew that was a thing before uh so i've definitely done it it just requires a lot of coordination and a lot of uh people playing on top of their game um you remember playing with my friend bolty yeah i remember bolty Bolty was great yeah he he would keep training for the double bucket and even when the pat they said oh we're gonna patch this soon he'd be like i could keep training for it though I'm like, it's going away in like a week. And he's like, well, it's a week. I could still be double bucketing. <laughs> While we were sailing, he would just put water in there just so we can keep practicing. He's always trying to get better. Yeah. Shout out to you, Bolty. I love you and you're precious. And, and I wish that uh, our, our schedules could meet up more. I tell you, no one told me that when I would switch from a night shift to a day shift, I would lose all my friends. Because <laughs> 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 I met them. We all had this, this, you know, untraditional, I suppose to say, or less common schedule if we're awake at 3 p.m. We haven't gotten off of work till, you know, this time. And now they're all asleep while I'm awake and I'm awake while they're asleep. Oh, what a shame. Yep. Yep. I feel the same way about working afternoon shifts because I'm always awake at 3 a.m. and everyone's already in bed. The last new tool we got and maybe the marquee one, burying, being able to bury loot, put your maps up, steal maps, all that sort of yeah. thing, all new tools. So, so I think we could all agree uh, that this was mostly an improvement targeted update. And even so, the new things that are new are are niche. Uh, you know, flares, camera bots, cannon robots, <laughs> a very new addition. <laughs> cannon robots, burying, especially burying, very niche. New, interesting, 
and 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 very new. Sometimes in like bearings is completely different than things we've had before. Still niche. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think we've seen a lot of the discussion around this update uh, uh, come come up with this whole new versus improvement uh, uh, a topic. And uh, so like bearing isn't quite as world changing as sirens and shrines is, is for example. So uh, I'm I'm I want I want to hear your thing to just to start off the discussion, Logan. I'm always for going back and making everything the best it can be. It's been like three years since I've released a new Trailblazers episode because I want to go back and bring the you know old episodes up to par. Uh, so I'm I'm always for fixing those and, and improving the things that are already in the game. Always for that. But my question to you and the question this whole community I think has really been talking about recently is is what, what what's better getting the new bombastic updates and changes and tools and items and quests and whatever content or improving the old content that's already there. Oh, man. that's uh let me think about that because that's a tough question because if things go in that direction for too long then the content gets stale but then you have to argue like mm-hmm. is the game good enough without new content you know like uh, uh the the mm-hmm. guns and uh world in in you know PUBG stay the same but at the same time they always refine you know they always change the map or or uh you know, people always said that the only way Halo could survive is if it had a battle royale mode. They came back and they just made a really refined uh, arena shooter. And, you know, aside from matchmaking issues that they've recently had that they're working on, it's a really good testament to just having an arena shooter as a multiplayer. So I, I see arguments for both. Um, if I had to pick one, uh, it's going to be a very, a very time centric answer and that's to to have refinement right now i would much rather have more improvements and uh refinery to the refined measures brought to the game than new content right now because as much as i would love to have a whole bunch of new stuff there's a, a huge list that i have that's always in front of me that i just keep adding to of stuff that i want brought to the game but in its current state i i think having little things that enrich the the game have always been the best updates um Aside from like mm. Pirate's Life, because I think a Pirate's Life was just such a a momentous thing for the game. Sure. Um, but everyone, you know, to branch off of that or bank off of that, yeah, people talk about Pirate's Life as a great update. People talk about getting the shrines as a cool update. No one's going, hey, remember when they added sitting? Yeah, yeah, that's and that's the thing is it's it's the little things that enrich the game that aren't big marquees which is always the the argument to why they want to bring in new content because there has to be uh there has to be a reason to bring players into the game no one's going to come play the game because they're like oh fireworks are at it that's cool i want to go play a sea of thieves pirate game because of fireworks but it also makes a lot of people happy because they're just so beautiful so it's it's a it's a real hard thing to try and try and, and and you know decide like there i think there has to be a healthy balance i think it can't just be one or the other i think you have to have new content but i think that new content has to be brought into account or into the game when the game is at a point where everyone is happy and, and it's the most stable um the fact that we have consistently had stability issues bugs that aren't getting improved on i think that stuff should take more priority than new content i'm okay holding off new content until we're at a point where the game feels really, really tight. Um, cause the looser it gets the, the less, the less like, for example, uh, 
November, I lost out on my Athena ledger because uh, none of the stuff that I turned in for Athena that month uh, or, or during a weekend when I worked really hard to do that counted. So now I'm behind. And that's not the first time that that's happened to just me. That's that's something that has happened with other people as well, too. So I think the game needs to get more stable before we get new stuff. All right. Well, you have successfully navigated my trick question. The answer is, of course, both and like every question that has A or B, the answer is how about both, my dude? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. The the idea is that can we have a little bit with the one with the other? Yeah. Yes. Give us hey cool we've got you know shrines and sirens and also in this update hey we fixed this a couple of these long running bugs that have been in the game. Mm-hmm. That's always the answer. Otherwise, otherwise you run to the do you want new things to get me playing and then the bugs stop me playing. <laughs> get me one to keep me playing one to keep keep me going make it fun to play i've said on this podcast before how if i introduce somebody to this game i always say one of the first things i say you gotta be aware there's bugs you're gonna you're gonna run into stuff yeah otherwise they're gonna get really upset like i clicked that button it didn't work i need you know just be ready that you're that stuff's gonna happen and 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 a lot of times when you when you're ready for things they it softens the one, of, one of my f- but one I of my favorite it's uh, the least interesting answer but it is <laughs> the right answer one of my favorite devs um for uh, uh blizzard uh he's a good guy and he he loves this game uh but it's his favorite game that he just does not recommend to people because <laughs> the game the game is great it's addicting it's it's so much fun to play you have such a good time in it it's such a great place to play with friends but he just can't recommend it because the game is just not it's just not in a stable state i can't believe you would bash world of warcraft on your show like it's it's i hate what they did to (laughs) sylvanas it's such a travesty um she's awesome how dare you? i think it's ridiculous that it's i I even had a justification for the world tree the other day and i can't remember what it was and it kills me because it was such a good (laughs) it was such a good rationale that that people were like we're gonna go and do a whole bunch of this and no one's gonna bring that up but God forbid one one woman burns down an entire tree of people. I can't remember what it was. I really wish I could because that was such a good argument that I had. But anyway, um, but yeah, no, it's it, it's one of those moments where I, I I love that they're bringing new content, but I think they need to take another. I, I really do love what Destiny does. And, and that's probably why I spend a lot of time playing theirs, because each of their seasons has a theme, has a, a characters that they're bringing the story forward with. And you play throughout that season and in the season is measured as far as story goes. So like one week, it'll be this little bit. And then next week, something else will open up. And then the week after that, the the step, the story step after that will open up until you get to the end of the season when the whole story has been laid out week by week by week by week. You can still play catch up if you need to. There's nothing preventing you from waiting till the last week and banging it all out in one session, but it's going to be harder. It's much easier to do little by little by little, but every week brings something a little bit different during that season. And each season has its own process. Like, you you know, it has new events, it has new quests, it has new gear, all of that. And I want Sea of Thieves to get to that point. I want Sea of Thieves to have a season that is themed, that has story, that brings in like one tall tale. And that tall tale is slowly worked up to till like midway of the season. And that way, like you have little story bits and then every three weeks you, you start doing the story bits until you get to the fourth week when the tall tale opens up and then you get to play the tall tale for the rest of the season. 
you you you've you've reminded me of something that I forgot to write down on my notes, and I'm so happy you brought it up so I can yell at more oh, more people. <laughs> and and that I am is so sorry. the whole idea of 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 measure out my content for me. Yeah. Listen, I, I I'm not some fatty you need to put on a diet and make sure I eat only this much at this time, whatever. Frickin' the world we're in a world where we can binge a show if we want and not binge it if we don't want. I binged most of Cobra Kai and said, I'm good for now. I'm going to finish it later. Uh, that was my choice. I don't need them to be like, it's coming out each week. I'm not saying it's not fun. And if you want to do that, that's fine. Book of Bubba Fett. I'm watching every week as it comes out. There's something special about that. Uh, but give me the choice to do that. And I hate when people, I've heard many times people on your gold hoarders uh, episode. That's, that's for those who don't know, that's what you call it. Your patrons, uh, when they get to come on once a month and talk about topics I've, a couple times they talked about, Oh, I would like if, you know, we got a tall tale every, every three weeks or something, or it, it progressively unlocked because I just flew through these tall tales. That's your fault. My dude, if you want to, if you want it to happen every three weeks, you have the power to do that, my dude. I can't stand that. Do not encourage Rare to hold things back from us that they have made just because you can't control yourself. That's awful. Any Anytime a gaming company is caught selling you something as DLC that's already on the disc, we go ballistic. Do not encourage them to hold back things that are already done for some other reason. I can't stand that. I think the difference is is, is the balance. Like it's not so much about whether or not they're giving us content to to play all at once or or anything like that. It's like driving like the the whole point of the community update is to celebrate the community and to promote the game. That is the goal of the community update. They could easily have something like that if they took their content and like broke it up so that instead of giving all of the tall tales in once and everyone working on those because there's they're excited like giving us a, a, a story to play through at you know give us an opportunity like have it accessible at a certain time so that you aren't necessarily having to feel like you have to get this all done or it's going to get spoiled that's the thing is it's like i would have hated it's true i would have hated if people had spoiled the end of tall tale four for me in a pirate's life that would have been devastating because it was such an amazing moment. But I felt like I wanted to play through those right away. Had that had been something where that had come out weeks later and no one knew about it, then I would have been able to pace out the, the first three tall tales and not had to worry about like spoilers or anything because everyone would be doing it at the same time. That's the whole like you're watching Book of Boba Fett right now. It's coming out weekly. No one is spoiling the 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 fifth episode right now for you because no one has access to it so it's you don't true. feel like you have to worry about uh muting stuff like horizon forbidden west got leaked on ps4 it is out early people could get spoiled on that and that's not fair to them because they want to have a pure experience so they have to go to the trouble of having to mute all this stuff on twitter because they don't want to get spoiled on the story and if everyone mm -hmm. has access to everything everyone's going to con consume it at different times which means that there's potential for spoilers for story moments which is the whole point of the tall tales it's a strong point. Let me give everyone a small piece of advice from somebody you never want to listen to life advice from. Uh, it's, if, if you are in a debate with somebody and, and they have a point that, that, um, that is true, but that backs their side, sometimes you feel the urge to like play it down. Like, yeah, whatsoever, but like, just don't be on the internet or whatever. And, and, you, and you become an unreasonable person who loses all credibility. So, so don't fall into that. That's absolutely correct. Tori and I were like, I'm like, we need to go see Spider-Man soon because... 
I, I'm on the internet, I see memes, and people take screenshots and make memes and stuff, and I'm going to get spoiled, so let's go see it soon, so I can, you know, be unspoiled. We're all about that, and that is that is a strong point. Just because there's a point that's strong, I don't think wins the entire debate, and I still don't think that we need to not have things, that we need to have things measured out for us arbitrarily when content's already finished. Uh, but that that doesn't diminish that your point I think is still a strong one the the other side of it comes down to quality of life um tall, tall tale one was great tall tale two broke the game so <laughs> if if the content had been measured out then there was a good opportunity for them to judge the server stability or the issues that might have arisen with tall tale one and two and prepared better for issues that might might come up like they might have seen the popularity and the influx they might have been able to do something to help out with how tall tale 2 broke the game uh essentially for for a couple days there we, we put a nice little bow on this debate with like it's both and and everyone held hands <laughs> in harmony but you've brought up a great a great point which is it's not that simple hey if there is new content coming out guess what else is new bugs and they want to address those bugs quickly on the newest thing because that's what everyone's doing yeah. right now so it, it can't be an equal measure of both things because with the new thing they also need to figure out those bugs before they can get to the robo or whatever the heck is wrong yeah it's it's not not as clean as just doing both which i'm i'm hopefully if the devs are listening this is the thing that they're just like shaking their head or clapping about because it's like oh hey finally someone is actually realizing that it's not just that simple <laughs> yes let me hear something like Devs are, and I think almost everybody who is community facing has this problem, which is there is just about zero incentive to communicate with your <laughs> fans, consumers, because it will always be taken wrong or people will go, that's cool. I want more, yeah. more, 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 more. And, or, or, you know, it's chances for your, your intentions to be mixed up for things to be taken out of context. It's almost always, oh, because uh, the the game designer, whatever his name is, uh, uh, oh, the guy who's on the, he does that stupid thing at the end of his everything. Joe Neat? Um, Joe Neat. Because okay. uh, Joe Neat once sent out a tweet that said, you're going to have four people on a sloop. Everyone's like, well, because we never got that, huh? It's like it, you get punished for trying to communicate and be nice. Yeah. Uh, I totally uh, feel for you there. And, and I'll continue to say, hey, can you please still communicate with me? But I totally <laughs> understand if you don't because it you could just – the risks outweigh the benefits and it's on the internet inevitably people will always read bad into the good you're yeah. saying for example what if i'm wrong what if this community day really was just them trying to celebrate the community and now i'm yelling now i'm telling them no you're not i'm questioning your intentions i'm saying this is actually a selfish motive and they're like i was just trying to we sat in a room together and we tried to figure out hey how can we do an event to spice up mid-season and now people are telling yelling at us and telling us our intentions are bad it that's that's what happens that that um, right there is is exactly the approach that i come to with almost everything i hear from the from the devs every time there has ever been anything that they that they talk about i always want to approach it from the mentality as this was something they thought would be fun for the community and look at it from that perspective regardless mm -hmm. of how it actually in it, you know happens in the actual world or how how the community takes it it's there's a reason there's a twang to all my my 
my anger, why you said, oh, is it fake anger or real anger? It's because I do have to recognize that maybe maybe I'm wrong, so I can't actually be mad, and it's a video game. Also, uh, so I can't actually be also mad. Also, it's a video uh, game. <laughs> also, it's a video game, so I can't really be mad at people who are making a game, and it's never enough. We're insatiable. I So no matter what you do or what, what, what the game designers do, we'll always be like, oh, it's cool that we can sit. Hey, can I, can I fish while I'm sitting? Why can't I fish while I'm sitting? This is so stupid. <laughs> It's like, you guys couldn't sit before, you can now. Literally, there's no downside to this, and you're mad. I see, that's where, I, I, I don't think that people are too mad about that, thankfully. I, I think it's one of those things where, now that, now that we see what's possible, now that we can, you know, it's, it's like be, living in a small town, in a, in a small village in the countryside, and being taken up to the hill, and seeing the beauty that is the huge metropolis that's out not that far from you but you never knew it was there but now that you know it was there your your goal line has changed you you can see what the future is you have potential and possibilities there's opportunity now uh so that's where i i see like when when people know what they have they they're living in their little box and they know exactly what to expect they they lower their expectations but as soon as those expectations get changed it's because they were introduced to new information. And I think that that is, that is a good goal for people to have when they're actually, you know, playing video games. You know, if you are playing a game and you want uh, to, to have something, you should speak up about it. And if you do get that thing, then you say, great, that's awesome. Now that we have that, I would also like to have this as well, because it's not necessarily it, like rare is trying to build the game that, that the players want, but they also want to build the game that they want to build as well too. So they have to try and take these things into account. I think the new content that we get in is stuff that rare wants to do. I think the quality fixes that we get is stuff that the community wants. The apostle Paul said, godliness with contentment is great gain. And as I've discovered contentment without godliness is, is terrible. <laughs> Destructive. Yeah. <laughs> Being able to be content is uh, is an amazing, amazing ability that can benefit you in life in way more ways than just video. Well, I don't care about gold. Whether or not you're yelling at a company, gold. I don't know how much it, I don't know how much the Bible talks about just being wealthy is great gain. <laughs> <laughs> not that, you know what I mean. I have a hard time though just giving companies the benefit of the doubt. I got you know, welcome to the internet. Two, yeah, two things. One, just that we've all been hurt by companies and we know that companies will put people uh, secondary to profits all the time. And then we all got really burnt with Blizzard recently. So I don't know. It's just hard for me to be like, well, let's give the benefit of the doubt, doubt to Rare. And you want to because especially with smaller companies that make games that were from your childhood and you hear stories about what a, you know, what a, what a, what a, what a not a struggle, what a, what a, um, uphill battle you know getting the game out was and how it was a, a burden of passion uh, a, a burden of passion um what's the word of that whatever <laughs> that they were very passionate a, a burden a labor of love is what i'm there trying to say uh to do it and you're like oh man i'm rooting for them and they make things that were part of your memories don't i just played Donkey Kong country 2 on the switch uh and things like banjo kazooie and you love them and you don't want to think that they've become corporate and but as time goes on and now you have one of the marquee microsoft games as i understand it uh and, and the, the company gets bigger and bigger and then they they add things like microtransactions and things like this it's just hard to, to believe that that where's that thing that you want to keep rooting for and sometimes you know i just 
I, I lean towards the, it's hard to give the benefit of the doubt to a company, especially as the company gets well, bigger. Well, it's, it's tough because companies are made up of people and those people should be rewarded for their efforts. But how do you reward those people if you don't, if, if you know, it's not like devs are going to start coming up with a Patreon so that you can support the dev mm-hmm. while they build right. this thing. Like, Especially when you hear so many stories of like, oh, were you not still at the company when the game came out? Your name's not in the credits. Yeah. Womp womp. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah, you, you were stuff. just a, you were just an intern. You didn't work this certain amount. So you don't get the bonus for the game that launched in that was super successful, sure. even though the main animations that you did are, you know, what are the most front facing mm-hmm. thing that the gamer sees. Halo Infinite had a ton of that stuff with Microsoft's policy about, uh, uh what do you call third party to people? Um, uh, contractors, contractor subsidiaries. Yeah. Just what awful stuff like that coming out, but to, to navigate us back, to take the wheel away from the storm and, and get us straight to our destination. Uh, this whole talk about, you know, new versus improvement, uh, it, uh Another kind of culmination is uh, you often hear the question, uh, would you rather them complete cosmetic sets or add new cosmetics? I think that's a branch of the same Mm. thing. We should get a healthy dose of both, in my humble opinion. There's a lot of sets out there. I'm like, man, I I was trying on the new. I think you were there with me, I think, or maybe it was Tori. And I I put on the the, the level 100 Grimm's jacket. And I'm like, man, if I had rest of the jade set, Mm -hmm. that would go really well with this. Yeah. But we don't have it. I wish they completed that set. But we all love the new stuff. We want to see the new stuff, and uh, and you just, you just need a healthy thing of both. Yeah, I, I I and I think it also it helps because if you have half the people who really want you to complete, like I'm really more on the side of can we at least complete the old stuff, and half people just want new stuff. You can make them both happy by by being in the middle. Uh, but I'm still waiting for my frostbite lantern rare. Oh, you know, I wanted to to bring that up. Did you buy the uh, frostbite equipment? and uh frostbite weapons in the emporium it's not the frostbite oh it's not it's it's something else frostbite is the level the the season one clothing that that we got that's called i thought the stuff that was in the emporium is the stuff that Mm. no it's the ice the ice set uh i can launch the game right now iceborne stuff what the ice stuff is called but you know it was originally ship set last christmas and then we yeah. got the clothing through twitch drops was that and now this is the equipment and the weapons and we got the weapons last year too and now we get the equipment okay i think we had the tankard last year too but the rest of the equipment so it's i'm gonna look it up right now what's different stuff than than what i was thinking of because i, I could have yeah it's, it's very much ice themed whereas the frostbite is more of a like fur themed still cold themed yeah less ice more fur it is called as I load up. The I, I did board. notice that the uh, that the Emporium notes went to the bottom. Oh, it's the Frozen Horizon equipment. Oh, I just clicked it. All right. Yes. Fine. You can have the answer. Yay. I just went to the website Frozen and Horizon. checked the, the, the actual notes. I did notice that the Emporium oh, stuff sorry. went to the bottom of the note, the patch notes now instead of the top. Oh, is that mm. right? I don't know why. But yeah, they moved all the Emporium stuff to the bottom of the patch. We notes. have cool Emporium stuff this year. Uh, this This thing. Uh, the ship yeah. set was very much like that other golden ship set, skull ship set uh, uh, with the the warsmith versus warsmith. The... Very much looked like that. I thought, yeah, uh, very nice. I liked the outfit, Barbosa. I said that was I don't know if that was a top ten, but I said in one of your episodes I liked the Barbosa outfit, and that really that really shows off how cool it would be to have other equipment slots like you know the bandolier and, and other set stuff. Uh, looks great. I got it uh, again because I buy digital things and I like to waste the money I earn with my time <laughs> on, on digital things that that, uh, that you can't that take with you. 
You know how you can fix can't that? Take with me or or resell. Like when I, I man, when I used to play Hearthstone, and when I stopped playing, I'm like, I have all these digital cards I can't sell. Unlike if I was playing Magic or Pokemon or something, and I could actually sell my cards. Boy, howdy! And make money when I let stopped me playing. let me tell you about this cool thing called NFT. <laughs> where you can have access to your oh, digital boy. goods and resell them if you want. Oh, everywhere. Oh, great. Amazing. Yeah, that's not going to do it for me. <laughs> I'm not going to freaking burn down the rainforest so I can keep a hat. Uh, uh, so so I guess that, that kind of you know puts a nice little button on our, on our topic. And, and I think in the future as I come on your show until this gets boring, I like the idea of talking about topics rather than me just going every new thing that you probably went over in the past four episodes. I like the idea that uh, you... I would love to hear back from other people if, if they like sort of this way of me coming on better, picking picking a topic and, and still tying it to the stuff that's come out. But are you having are you asking from feedback for 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 you you're gonna open up that can of worms? It's a can of worms that's always empty. I have found that whenever I ask for feedback from my audience, I almost never get it unless I direct message them. <laughs> so I I will be Logan. Let's make a bet. No, I can't make the bet because it'll change that people are hearing the bet who who will affect no, it. I, but I was making I was making a bet with you that you literally got not one piece of feedback about my question. But now that I said it, people can swing the bet however they want. But no one's going to give you a piece of feedback. I've I've given a couple call to actions on this show, like right in the show, talk about this, and literally zero times has anyone ever fulfilled that. I I don't know what it is about my listeners then, because I I my listeners are great. They're they're like I've seen. A, community engagement for other podcasts and that just blows mine out of the water i don't know how how folks do it or how they manage it because they get a ton of questions every week and they get tons of engagement but i i love my keelhold members because they they do they do respond and, and i see it whether it's through private well, message if that's true logan then the only explanation is that they just don't listen to the episodes i'm on <laughs> i can't be no true. i get feedback for you for you as well for your podcast episodes and whatnot I bet you do. I do. I've got a piece of feedback for you about Caleb's episodes. Alone. Let me tell you in a private <laughs> message. Uh, no, I, I get I get feedback all the time, and and everyone has their opinions, and and everyone. And it's one of those things where, regardless of people like having you on, I I like having you on, so I always enjoy our conversations because we always. It's it's the most combative I ever get on our pod on on, on the podcast. <laughs> Because it's the only you're the one of the few people that I actually like bickering with because it's not like we're mm -hmm. actually fighting because we're we're both sure. big fans of the game. So it's it's good old New Jersey Italian way of doing things. <laughs> I would tell you the story about when my wife met my family. Oh no. Uh so so her you gotta understand her mother is a substitute teacher who works with non-neurotypical people. Uh my her father is a librarian and an English teacher. And <laughs> Tori comes over to my house. My dad, an Italian uh, from Jersey. My my mother, Irish, Scottish, Welsh, British oh, wow. Isles, from Jersey, uh, uh, and from a how to put it, Let's say a poor family. We'll just say it yeah. that way. And uh, and so they come in. We're we're just talking like we normally do, and you know, ah, shut up, ah, stupid, whatever, you know. As you've heard many people who who have, I'm sure you've heard the this stereotype story many times before, uh, of, of 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 people who just loud bombastic and, and and quote unquote yell at each other, then make each other dinner. And <laughs> so I remember driving Tori home, and she said she was just really quiet, and she goes, "Caleb, yeah, what's up? Why were you guys so angry with each other?" And I and I truly was perplexed. I remember I was young too. 
So it's the first time really interacting with this where like your world is no bigger than your house, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, I'm like, what do you mean we were angry? When we weren't yelling, yeah, you were angry. You were arguing all the time. I'm like, what do we argue about? And then she's like, pick the thing. I'm like, we're just talking. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, no, you were pretty angry. I'm like, mm, were we though? As Jeff and Control Robinson might say, I'm not sure. <laughs> and she's just quiet little household. And when my parents interact with her parents, it's gold. Oh man, it's gold. And they love each other. And that's the greatest part about it. And but boy, just watching that cultural thing just <laughs> hit up against each other is amazing. Uh, but can we talk? Can we talk, Logan? Can I just say a brief word about season five? Yeah. Just a little, just a brief word. I gotta say, this is the best iteration of seasons yet. Bespoke items instead of recolors, full reimbursement of ancient coins, a full ship set, leveling up speed feels right. Uh, the ledger's refreshing each season uh they really locked into what i think seasons should be this is great if they keep they just keep doing this i'll be content this is really good good place yeah i i think this season is definitely in the best place that it has been uh pales in compare or this season is so much better than the what the first season was and i think a lot of that has to do with knowing what they want to do uh and and being able to take in feedback as well too uh i think my my only real downer on the season still is i feel like the story that that they want to bring to the game is something that they could that they could definitely kind of plan out better but as we kind of get into season or you know the the second year of having seasons uh i can only imagine that they're they've got that in in mind when with the next seasons like i i imagine Mm. season seven and season eight are really going to pop off uh with just how refined they've kind of worked on this system because it it does it does feel really good Mm -hmm. the only issue that i really have is uh, like i don't know if you run into this but i do not pay attention to the rewards i get in my season because the the seasonal renown is so quick that i i never feel like there's a moment of rejoicement or rejoicing rejoicing with uh whenever i hit a certain like tier in the season like in the renown so that's one thing that destiny does well is like the the levels are so so uh infrequent that when you do hit it there's like a little explosion on the screen and it's like hey you just hit the next level in your season pass and i'm like (gasps) what did i get what did i get what did i get what did i get and i you know that's that's something i don't feel in sea thieves which yeah, because it's so filled with with fillers of gold and doubloons that you're like, I mean, most of nine out of ten of the updates are going to be something I don't care. Yeah, about. yeah, I understand that. It, that's that's not. How a do you uh, weird weird comment? But just a, a quick quick polling. Uh, how and this is this is actually I'm actually curious for anyone that's listening to this too. I'd like to get your feedback on this. Uh, if if the levels were chopped in half, but the time to earn was the same, like it, it took. 100 levels worth of time to invest but it was 50 levels and they cut out the gold and doubloons uh and it was just the cosmetics i'd be curious if people would would want that like if if so you're asking do people want less stuff well what's the benefit to this i'm literally just getting less than i'm getting just like there was a little more pomp and circumstance to hitting a level and look, the gold, you know, like the gold, maybe they even tie in the gold to the actual tier. Like they take the gold and they just yes. add it. If that was the case, I would say 100%. If, you know, there was no empty levels, everything came with and you still got the gold. Like, hey, you got the hat and 5,000 gold and 20 doubloons or whatever the heck it yeah. is. That'd be cool. Yeah, that 
I like the idea of like you're saying of getting the pomp and circumstance. I like that that kind of celebration aspect of it. I think that's the thing that yeah. I would I would change about seasons going into it because it, it you're right. It feels like it's it's doing pretty well. I really can't think of too much that that bugs me about them. I think I'm, I feel pretty comfortable with the seasonal rounds. I think the only thing is I just don't feel like each level gets celebrated uh, it, the way it does in other games, that's point. and and that's hmm. that is a, a purely manipulative thing that I admit that they don't have to do because they aren't <laughs> they aren't mentally manipulating me to say like oh, guess what you did you showed you a good boy you went and got that season <laughs> over now level and i'm like oh. listen all i know is if they release a sam uh, 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 not a samurai a uh, a pirate cat i'm just gonna have to buy it and if it's in the season i'm gonna have to earn it and then i'll be excited you watch <laughs> i'm all for it let me let me let me be the digital furry that i can't be in my life <laughs> I did get the feeling, though, the way they kind of talked about it, that the full ship set we got in the Plunder Pass was just sort of a Christmas bonus, that future seasons aren't going to involve a full ship set. We'll see. Mm. It's a beautiful ship set. Love about the aura, the Aurora Borealis on everything. What a, I don't know if you've seen that cannon flare. As a person who doesn't like cannon flares, I wonder if you would like it or not. It's a no, cool you, you put it on that one time we sailed. You made uh, me look at did it. Did you like it? <laughs> did you like it? I forgot. Uh, it was all right. I've seen the no, real okay. Aurora Borealis. It pales in comparison to the real one. Well, sure. And so does sailing compared to fake sailing, but I don't own a boat. No, I, so I I'm do not have to deal with the game. I do not lament not being able to sell sail in real life. <laughs> it's not something now, I can do. Is if you can if you have the wherewithal, the excellent memory to recall back so long oh, ago God. when I said that poor, you know, companies giving communicating with us it's like they're they're running a risk so i would understand why no company would ever do it i would like if rare communicated just a little bit more about when previous even stuff will be returning they said it was going to and that's the last we heard about it and so far we've gotten like three things have come back and it was in the emporium yeah there were like a couple sales or something i would love to see when everything else is coming back just tell us your plans come up with a plan i guess and freaking tell us I'd love to know. Yeah, I think the coming up with the plan is the is the the stopper right now. I think they know they want to. I think they're trying to work out how the best way to do it would be. Because you they they talk about a period of exclusivity at this point, and if when next season starts, we would have a year of exclusivity with season one stuff, which is longer than I thought we were gonna get. Yeah. I mean, who? How many people want that pirate legend curse? They didn't get it. I'm sure a lot of people that, but that I mean, out of sight, out of mind. How many people even remember about it? Yeah, you mean the white eyes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the green the eyes. Whole episode about white. That was great. Uh, uh, can I mention something about burying that I thought was intriguing? Ye I think. Yes. We're going long. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I understand. We'll we'll, uh, we'll zip it up here. Uh, burying. I think many of the members of the community are are saying the same thing. So, you know, for once we all agree uh, that burying is interesting but niche mm. and only useful in limited circumstances. It's not a game changer. Uh, however, it reveals something that I think, if iterated on, could be stellar. Okay. Stealing maps feels very good. As opposed to like trying to create a situation where you wait until they have the loot you want to steal. Like how many people have tucked for three hours, which I don't understand how people can watch that stream. If tucking was like 15 minutes maybe, but watching somebody just sit for hours, yeah. I can't imagine it. But uh, imagine instead of tucking for three hours until they finally dig up the Ash and Athena chest, you can nab their map and go dig it up yourself. 
I think nabbing maps feel so good. They could iterate on that, and it could be really cool. The 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 first thing that comes to mind is how you could steal voyages. I think that's the least interesting version of it, and I think it's it probably is the one with the most problems. But I think we can iterate on this and make stealing maps, stealing voyages, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be. Uh, I mean. It, I, I like the idea. I th- I think we need to talk about it more, though. I think that there's... Yes, that's why I said we got to iterate on it. It cannot just be stealing voyages. It comes to too many problems. Mm-hmm. But if we iterate on the concept, I've it just feels so good to steal a map. And it doesn't... And it's not because... I'm saying that the act of it feels good. In, in the end, I don't... Whatever they buried, I'm not very hopeful it's going to be something I, I care to dig up at the moment but yeah. the act of stealing the map putting on my thing it's a good mechanic and i like it and it feels very piratey and, and it feels even better than waiting for them to dig up my million okay and then i say to my friend hey now they have enough that i think we should sink them uh you know you or or here's like the worst case scenario like uh if you're trying to get like i was uh, this was because i was trying to get an athena grade five mm-hmm. dash over they've got only athena grade three i'm like okay okay well they have an athena quest on their table so we can come back to them later maybe their flag will be up you know I, now you you go over and you say uh instead of having like oh, we'll let this shark go and hope that it grows bigger take them take their map and you can go get the athena things yourself was there's some interest in was there it that can be built on that we were talking about being able to put up someone else's emissary flag after you sink them i can't remember i don't know but that's interesting i can't remember i think this was part of the community members uh one of the episodes that we had <laughs> that's not bad I like uh, that. but the idea was is, is if you sink someone in there in like an emissary three for athena then you can erect their flag as yours yeah and work on that <laughs> ranking you know steal their steal their emissary rank mm. uh i like that That's you know cool. and that way you because i mean to to your point you know why would you want to do that well you'd want to do that because you you saw that someone had already gotten up to rank three athena you sink them you steal mm. their map and their flag and you get to work on that they know what you're doing if you decide to do it they can always come mm. back and imagine stealing a rank five back from them like um yeah like there, there's there's play nice. in there that i like that's that's an interesting idea yeah getting your flag back is only to deny them turning it in you can't do anything with it if you could put it back up then you have a reason to come get your flag mm-hmm. back us who aren't like you whose only interest is preventing other people from getting oh, God, it feels people so who are good. like me and your interest is getting the loot. <sighs> yeah, that's a that's a great yeah. idea but anyway, so I think we've we've discovered something here that stealing maps is cool. And if we iterate on this, I think we can come out with something really well, cool. Well, that it, I mean, it goes to what being a pirate was. Like, you know, we just recently watched Muppet Treasure Island. The whole point of that movie was to steal a map from someone and then someone trying to steal it back. It wasn't about waiting for them to go and dig it up and then take it. It was like they wanted the map because the map led to the treasure. They were willing to go get the treasure, mm-hmm. but it was about the map. And, and that that isn't nearly as prevalent in Sea of Thieves, a pirate game, as it is in pirate fantasy and in movies and stuff like that. You know, it's all about the, the the leading you to the treasure and who knows how to get to that treasure. Like Jack Sparrow has the compass that leads him to the thing he wants the most. He goes and he gets the 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 drawing of the key because he knows he has to get the key because the key gets to the chest and gets to Davy Joan Hart. He's not going and trying to steal Davy Jones's heart directly. He's the whole story is leading you to that point. Same thing with Sea of Thieves. Like if you steal someone's map, 
then you get to go do whatever they're doing. Like how many people would love to steal someone else's gilded Athena, uh, as opposed to hoping that the person that you're hunting down on Crook's Hollow or uh, Lone Cove is doing the the Athena's fortune or the the gilded Athena. Mm-hmm. So it, it would it would open up the opportunity for uh, revenge as well too. Like if you get sunk by someone and they steal your map, they're going to be working on your map that uh, that affords you the opportunity to go attack them knowing that they still mm-hmm. don't have your treasure yep it's an interesting idea cool stuff. yeah i like that cool potential uh i think that the bandana was cool that you can have that kerchief whatever they called it and you go over your face yeah uh really cool love to see more of i those. want great another another illustration if we had more slots i want actual map know, we could or, do more cool things with your the, the, uh i want like actual masks like wanda's mask i want like actual actual mm. face masks like stuff that you can hide your face with and stuff like the barbosa set showed more air ways to customize our pirate more slots would be pretty cool yeah uh fyi we're now back to five ships in a server i'm sure they won't admit it like they did last time until they fix it but we're at five ships to a server right again. now we are yep damn yeah uh i was sailing over to the fort of the damned and something cool happened to me where just the way it rendered one light showed up at a time so like you know it looked like the fort was turning on its lights when i got near you near which was incredibly spooky and i just wanted to share that because that's really cool that was just so <laughs> neat seeing one light dot, 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 and i was like they just saw me coming or something like, the, the skeletons the just got ready have been lit. Yeah, answers. So cool. hey rare quick request can we get more neck tattoos Often the neck tattoos are the only ones that you can see when you're wearing clothing. So I'd like a few more of those. More, more. Tattoos well, see, that's the problem: is you're wearing clothing, just like the alliance flags, I, man. How often that is a problem. Uh, uh, <laughs> I forgot about the bilge rat firework voyages until after grog manny. I did all the things I could have. They only unlock after you do the grog manny, and I forgot to go do them. Did you do them? The you're talking about the powder keg ones. No, the 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 bilge rat firework voyages, not the not the, the bilge rat firework voyages. Yeah, those are the ones where yes. it's like you you it's like the the powder keg stuff, right? No, I believe they were different. They were locked and they unlock as you do the grog many challenges. Oh, then I might not have done them because the only thing that I have I from either. the bilge rat stuff was when uh when the grog grog Manet stuff came up. Uh, it was, there was like a whole bunch of gunpowder voyages that were opened and I grabbed all of them and I have not done them. Well, maybe I'm wrong and you can do one to see, but I believe there was designated fireworks ones that were locked and that lead you to a box of built rep. Oh man, I should have paid attention to that. I completely forgot about them. I still have my Gilded Athena because I, I just haven't thought about doing it. I got it too. I'll probably wait till next season to use it to get up my at my athena well i mean community day would be a banger day to to do that as i use a word that i hate if i needed a if i needed athena rep but that's fair but you might need athena ledger yeah that's what i'm saying i don't need it this season oh gotcha i finished it i gotcha next season i just realized that was going to be a great way for me to actually get my athena ledger up is to to knock that out if i can do the the forbidden thing and caleb talk about lore uh I just can't stand hearing you guys talk about Flameheart anymore without me giving my two cents as little value as it could be. Uh, here's what I want to see from Flameheart. I want to. We don't need him to be the big bad. They've they've introduced another big bad with with um, the captain, 
and uh, and the shattered dark whatever you want to call them dark lords what was the thing called <laughs> the uh, dark brethren what you call it the dark brethren court that now is only two people or something uh so you have that and they introduce that it's like the big bad and i don't need i don't need flameheart to be the other big bad i much would prefer him to be the vegeta where he ends up becoming our friend and and, and you kind of laugh about it and it's like oh that's flameheart and uh yeah he's, he's a little rough around the edges but in the end he's got a good heart and he like I just would love to see that come out from Flameheart. Not the like, oh, he turned. Not, we've talked about like with Duke before. Where like in the end, he does one last good thing to show that he wasn't completely corrupted or that he was redeemed in the end. I don't need an emotional redeeming story from Flameheart, mm-hmm. but to be the bad guy Vegeta that turns good guy and like, oh, I've, you know, I wanted to take over the world, but fine, I'll stick with you. And M- you and I still have a rivalry, and one day maybe we'll settle the score in a fight to see who really is the strongest Saiyan in the world. But mm. uh, we're gonna. Whenever a threat comes together, we'll fight it together, and I'll summon my ghostly dudes, and we'll come over my Ashen Lords, and they'll fight. It, it would be cool to be fighting next to Ashen Lords in the, skele- the skeleton war that's inevitably coming and having skeletons on our side because of Flameheart. And, and you have a little bit where you settle the score with Flameheart, where we, we you have to get Vegeta to your side. Yeah, you gotta, he starts as the villain. You gotta beat him we have to submission. finish that. Right. In a way, yeah. So we have to get there. And I still want that story to happen. But I don't need him to be the big bad guy that goes up against another big bad guy. I would love for him to become our ally. And I think that that would be a great direction to go. And maybe the more interesting direction to go. That's my two cents. That's, I, I, I like the idea, but I just have a hard time seeing how they can how they can bring that into the story, given the teases that they've had for Flameheart Jr., supposedly. Um, where it, it, it feels like Flameheart Jr. during that orb stream uh, really kind of doubled down on on the motives behind Flameheart Sr. And I, I, I would actually, you know what? I, I tell you what, I would like that, but I'd like that for Wanda more than Flameheart. Like, I'm okay with Flameheart being the big bad, but to have, uh, and, and this would be a, this would be something that I think maybe would be good for folks that loved Duke as opposed to me, the skeptic, uh, who always didn't have faith in him. Um, but Wanda being the person who is the the tentative ally of us because they recognize that Flameheart is a much bigger burning fire uh, than the the small lighter in our pocket that that's constantly pickering or bugging us. <laughs> you know, we burn our hands on the on the Zippo lighter as we're trying to light this uh, cigarette that we're addicted to. Don't smoke kids. And, you know, meanwhile, there's a giant fire going on behind us as we're not, that we're not paying attention to. Listen, here's the deal. We fight against Flameheart, us, us and him. And then in comes the, the dark brethren court and to interrupt it, we team together to defeat them. And then at the end you have the brothers of, of battle where it's like, all right, you know what? Okay. We don't have to, I guess, fight anymore. We, 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 we've seen some eye to eye. We've, we've got some empathy for each other. And you know what, Flameheart? You can have the roar. That place is full of fire. Go there. Put your head hovering over there and you can chill there and you can burn any ship that comes through. And you know what? <laughs> Flameheart, I just come back from the ferry. You never tried to stop me from doing that. The Brethren Court did. They're real threats. You, you killed me, and sometimes you won, sometimes I won. In the end, we both got to fight another day because your threat to the Sea of Thieves isn't isn't as as all-consuming deadly as the Brethren Court's plan was. And and, and and that's obviously their intention. They're gonna find more plans that are really threatening. Whereas as Flameheart, it's almost a fun rivalry. 
Oh, I, I, went, I got shot to the fair. You sank me. Oh, <laughs> another hit. There's a little bit of uh, there's a little bit of uh, competitiveness in there. A little bit of sportsmanship that I like about. Flame so you, you're you're thinking that makes him less just evil. I want to consume the world. He wants it to be his sea of thieves. The other the the other place wanted to destroy everything. Even uh, what was her name? Uh, you just Wanda. said her name. Wanda. It's like I'll just I'll leave nothing left for you, Flameheart. And Flameheart's like I want to rule everything. Completely different motives. So you're so you're you're equating Flameheart to the old uh, uh, snipey guy that wants to play chess out in the park. I guess. Yes, in some ways. <laughs> he's out there. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's not just in it for the competitive. It's like, yeah, yeah, we let Flameheart think he's making a difference. Yeah. You know, he thinks he's taking over the world. The old guy, if he had a little bit of dementia. Wanda's, yes, Wanda's the maybe. park ranger that's trying to kick you out because you guys are just trying to play a game of chess. Flameheart is the is the old guy that's like, I remember being young and vibrant and I'm going to kick your butt, little whippersnapper. Uh, checkmate. <laughs> Listen, I Flameheart with dementia is now my new goal for the Sea of Thieves lore to get to. Had, and then we'll all be happy where he's like, oh, yeah, we beat him nine times, but he doesn't remember. He thinks <laughs> it's the first time we fought. And uh, it, it's it's I, I love the idea. I, I had this funny idea when you're talking about Flameheart sitting in the roar and that being his place. I was just like, he's he's you know, his his whole thing is like flames and whatnot. And I was just like imagining his big glowy head kind of like sitting in a volcano like it's a hot springs and he's just kind of like relaxing with a towel over his forehead and it's nice and warm and stuff like that that was the imagery that i got in my head and i i can't i can't render that for like an image or something but god that would be hilarious just to see like flameheart's head he's like oh, i'm so tired of being out wouldn't you love wouldn't you love to chill with skeletons? You have that potential with Flameheart. You don't really quite have that potential with Wanda, other than the sort of etherealness where we think maybe she controls some ships. Maybe. It's ethereal. It's out there. Flameheart has skeletons, and almost all the skeletons we fight are mindless, except for his, which will talk to you and stuff. And it'd be cool to have, like, skeletons as part of the world-friendly skeletons. That would be you mean neat. like I would love. You mean that. like the cursed captain in Tall Tale One of Pirates Life, one of the best seasonal updates. Yes. Oh yeah, what a great illustration to be able to have. You know, a, 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 I'm making this up. This isn't what I'm suggesting, but you know, a outpost that's got skeletons there that you trade with. It's, it's exactly the same mechanic. It's not an outpost, but they're all skeletons because it's after we've allied with Flameheart. That sort of thing I think would be fun. I'm sure the direction they'll actually go is when we have like a whole. Uh, world of the damned when you call it sea of the damned that's when we'll probably interact with a lot of skeleton npcs i'm sure and ghost npcs i mean kind of uh, i'm sure it's not going to be really implemented into the world that exists but even so that would be cool i like the idea of the skeletons because skeletons are fitting the same pirate theme as the we're hitting which is pirates for eternity uh you know we always come back from the fairy of the damned it's the thing that the kind of the the reapers uh, kind of uh, the 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 thing they dangle out on the fishing pole to get you to where you need to go. It's the same theme yeah. that skeletons have, except the skeletons have been either mindless or evil. Uh, pirates can be both of those things, and and since we're both hitting the same immortal themes, we're immortal pirates. I don't see why we can't let the things that um that we have in common bind us more than the things we have in differences. Well, what's funny is uh. Uh, two two points um one i think that we might get something like that if uh the the theories about the the devil shroud overtaking like golden sands outpost or uh you know having us go back to tribute peak i think part of that might come into play where we're actually doing something like that but also i remember talking to uh mike forever ago 
And one of the things that they wanted to do with Maiden Voyage is uh, the skeleton that you that you kill uh, when you take the sword out of its chest was intended to have voice lines to try and, and warn you off of going into the Sea of Thieves. Really? Yeah. So that was like they they have like dreams and goals, and I think the skeleton captain may have uh, taken some of the the nods of things that they wanted to do like they always have ideas and the ideas always come but the, the ideas may not always come in the uh way that they that they originally envisioned uh which i'm i'm learning uh from from the team which no i it's like um it's kind of like shigeru miyamoto no idea ever dies it just gets put on the back burner till it until it comes to uh, a, a point where they can actually use it you know like they, they never get rid of i prefer his other quote of anime was a mistake anime was a mistake <laughs> Is that Shigeru Miyamoto? I didn't. Everyone has like that that one quote that he he said about a a, a, a good game being you know a delayed game being good or a, and a bad game being bad forever kind of thing. And I fully expected yeah, which was true until uh, patches. Yeah, that's why do people use that quote so often? Oh, it, but it's it's a it's become like a meme now where people are just like oh you know when when Ishikawa said that you know good games are all right and, and bad games uh, suck. You know, like they just like that was like it's getting to that point now where people are just misquoting it all the time uh, on purpose. I found it. It was Miyazaki, Heo Miyazaki, that said anime was a mistake. The guy, the Studio Ghibli. Oh, anime was a mistake. That's funny. Which I don't know if he actually said, but it's become a meme uh, where like somebody shows him like like an an anime with like uh, busty girls or whatever, like a harem anime, and he just like anime was a mistake. Uh. <laughs> That's Let me. Great. You once asked me, "Hey Caleb, what do you think the building that's being built on all the outposts is going to be?" Oh yeah. And everyone always had their theory. You asked me, so, so let me give my pie in the sky guess. My shot in the dark. I mean to say, guess as what what's going to happen next in the story. I think that Flameheart is going to mount an assault on Tribute Peak, and I think that's going to be, you know, this this going to be the war between the Dark Brethren and and Flameheart. Whereas before it was like I said, you know, the war between us and the Dark Brethren and Flameheart gets in the middle. I think it's going to be the war between Flameheart and Dark Brethren and we're the ones in the middle, which is a great position to be in as PCs that can make a difference. Very World of Warcraft, very MMO. Yeah. We're going to be making, we're the, we're the chosen heroes that are going to make a difference in this battle. But I think we're going back to Tribute Peak because we learned I, I wrote this down and I, don't, I didn't write the source. Maybe it was a tweet. Where was it? It was somewhere where we learned that the reason the gold hoarder came back was because we keep giving gold to the gold hoarders. Yeah. That's why he comes back. Greed always exists. As long as we give them stuff, yeah, their dude comes back. If we <laughs> stopped giving the gold hoarders stuff after we learned that, you know, they're evil, maybe he would have come back. But guess what? We're pirates and we got that stuff by stealing anyway. So, of course, we're going to give it See, to them. We're not freaking Rosebuds again, either. Rosebuds! That's the, for one. That's a great Citizen Kane reference, but that's exactly why I don't care about gold. I'd rather deny gold than than turn it in. <laughs> I am not going to continue to promote Ram, or Rathbone coming back as the gold hoarder. Like, why do I care about right. gold? I don't. I should not care about well, gold. I should care about the adventure. I'm doing my I think part. This war is happening, and and Flameheart's going to be like, I'm going to mount an assault, and what I'm going to do is destroy one of the Dark Brethren, and the gold hoarders the obvious choice. Go to Tribute Peak. I have an army of skeletons and undead ghost ships. I don't know who the phantoms. Do the phantoms? Do they have an allegiance, or are they just allied with themselves because they've, they've torn they've torn from their world into this world? I don't know. I mean, he's got a whole army. 
that can go assault the gold hoarder and take him out of the game. I don't have like, uh, oh, come back all you want, but I own your whole area, so come back and I'll spawn camp. Yeah, I, I don't have this gold is now confirmation mine. on this, but I think the the idea between the phantoms is that they are um, spirits, like discontent spirits, who are mm-hmm. bleeding into our world as a result of the actions from the dark brethren. And if someone can gather them up, sort of like we had David Jones trying to do, maybe they can, you know, add them to their army. But as of now, they're just independent. Yeah. Little raiding parties. Yep. Well, Logan, you've gotten so much lore out of me that it's probably all going to be wrong. But that's my my two cents on the lore. Uh, we always end with a top 10 and I'm not going to do it this time. Logan, I was deeply disappointed and hurt that you didn't put in cool top 10 sound effects and you just left in my terrible number one. Uh, how dare you? So you're not going to get a top 10. Instead, uh, it's part of this theme of, of, of mixing things up a little bit. I'm going to do one last top 10 the next time I'm on your show. And that's going to be my last top 10. I'm going to spend a lot of time on it, make sure it's perfect and great. So look forward, everyone. One more top 10 coming out. With all the sound effects, I'll I'll bribe Logan if I have to. I'll, I will, you I never will gave give him me the, the eight ninety nine instead of buying a samurai cat. Oh, did you did you not still have the nine sound effects I sent I to you? You didn't have all those no, you, for the nine you episodes we've done the, them in. You always gave me different sounders for each top ten, and I just assumed that it, yeah, until the last one where did, we had to repeat use one because I said I ran out, and you, you had all those files. To, just didn't want. You never use said them. to repeat it. I know the, the last time we did a top 10, Logan, we don't need to talk about it. This isn't an argument. Is, Just because you're wrong doesn't mean we need to, to explain why you're wrong. The point is, you didn't do it and I was disappointed, but you're going to do it next time. Even if I have to buy, you give you $8.99 on your Patreon instead of buying a Samurai cat. If that's what I have to do, that's what I have to do to get my top 10 sound effects that I steal from YouTubers. That's that. Okay. All right. It's number one. Freaking screw attack. Oh, the nostalgia. <laughs> It was actually... I want. The next thing I want in the game is I want to. I want to my jump to have a screw attack like Samus. <laughs> when is that coming, Rare? <laughs> I got nothing. Known issue: the screw attack is not functioning. <laughs> you just normally jump. Can, can I add on to that? The another uh, known issue that is not listed: cannot crouch. <laughs> we could sleep. We could sit. But goodness forbid we crouch. Oh, one last thing. I'm so glad you brought this up. <laughs> so important it's like the thing i wanted to say the most here which was that sitting my initial thought was that it was going to be a disaster as i was going to sit all the time when i wanted to grab the cannon sit when i wanted to grab the wheel sit like with the stupid pet all the time when i'm trying to dig or whatever i pick up the pet instead of whatever item after hate that i thought that was going to happen with sitting it hasn't for me i've the only there's one spot it happens is when i'm trying to look at the map very often i will sit i think if they moved that sit to like the side of the map so that doesn't happen anymore that would be great Literally, aside from that one exception, sitting doesn't get in the way for me. And I'm really happy about that. However, I would love to see a setting that would disable, that would, you know, toggle on or off the sit prompts. So if I just didn't want to worry about accidentally sitting, I could just toggle it off. Maybe I can put it to a hotkey and just turn that off and I won't even see the sitting thing. So I won't accidentally sit. That's interesting. I hadn't considered that because, yeah, I can see that being as a good accessibility option, like just being able to have that as a toggle. And we all love floating. You know, I like what you gave me. Give me more theme. I like being able to space to go up. Let me hit control to go down. Yeah. Yeah. I do want a descend button as well, too. I keep going slow with control because I think it's, it toggles walking. 
Uh, and I'm like, oops, I'm just trying to go down, and now I'm going super slow. But Logan, thank you so much for letting me come on your show. Yeah. And I love you, and I know what everyone hates the most is when I talk about whether or not people like me. So I promise you the next time I'm here, I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to assume you all love me. But uh, I love <laughs> you. I, I love all your listeners. And I love the opportunity to come on and talk to you guys about this game that I love. Yeah. Thank you so much. Logan. Thank you. I, and if anyone wants to get a hold of you uh, or any of the content that you make, where can they go to to start listening to Trailblazers? That's great. Well, don't at me. I don't really use Twitter very often. Well, you're going to have to. Hit me up at my at my website tblazer.net it's trailblazer so the letter t blazer.net and you can email me the email is listed there but it's tblazernetwork at gmail.com or you can join our discord which is where you can interact directly with me and i uh, i'm pretty much addicted to it so i will respond to you if you at me on discord at me all you want on discord twitter don't use that i'm not gonna use yeah. twitter but discord all the time or if you email me uh, but listen to our show, Trailblazers, an actual play podcast, edited a lot like an audio drama. So my players are creating the story with us, but then we edit it like the story was all, you know, there from the start and sound effects and, and just really great things in that way. Let's start with season two. Season one's literally garbage yep. uh, because it was one of the first things I ever made. Hard to listen to, but season two, great. Yep. You can, and, you can uh, see how uh, he stole the, the train heist theme from uh, from the Adventure Time. Or no, the adventure. Well, look who listened to episode one of season two. I'm excited. I, look at you. I especially you. liked the uh, the the actual barroom scene where everyone was like, "Hey, there's a bunch of furries here, and we're totally fine with it." But I also want to be a furry, and this is Caleb's <laughs> admission podcast to becoming a furry. There is someone once said, Bernie Burns, uh, formerly of Rooster Teeth, once said that um, irony doesn't exist on the internet if you pretend to be something for irony there's no difference from people looking in that it it's you pretending or not you can't be ironic on the internet and he, and and uh, and someone accurate. else who formerly of rooster teeth uh, uh ray Navares jr once said that uh if you keep doing something ironically it eventually uh just become you just end up i'm doing that thing he would ironically say uh what was it uh uh oh what was it oh my gosh i'm having wasn't a, bernie uh, burns a big um, fantasy thieves too he is. Yeah. Yep. He's got like almost every combination, I believe. Um, uh, even the arena stuff. He's he's a tr- former. He's a, also, I believe, a fellow triumphant sea dog. Uh, uh, oh, what did when Ray, Ray would say YOLO all the time, ironically, but now he's just saying YOLO all the time. So uh, it's a similar thing with me, where there's oh yeah, sure, there's some like furry things deep down there, but I'm nowhere near the level of furry who talks about it all the time. But I've ironically talked about it all the time which is literally at this point no different than being a furry like that all the yeah. time. So, uh, yeah, listen to season two. We get some real furry, really some real furry themes. Uh, it's I call it cyberpunk. My my player, Christian, who's a player in that game, called it cyber furry. Uh, uh, but, yeah, I'm so happy to hear you listen to season one. I'll, wonder, I'll be interested to see if you listen to episode two or not. No, I'm, I'm season on two. season two, but... That's what I meant to then, say. Uh, see, see if it's actually caught you. If it's if it, that first episode was really designed to try to be exciting enough to to reel you in and get you to want to listen to episode two. Well, so we'll see yeah, if that's it successful. This one, I'm curious. But I also got Trailblazer Academy, where you can learn how to play Pathfinder and Pathfinder Second Edition. Episodes are slow right now, but they are still going to come out. Uh, and we also talk about things, uh, tips and stuff that are system agnostic. Any role playing game, good tips for storytellers too. Cool. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate you coming onto the podcast. I think. I think we always have a lot of fun. I appreciate you, Captain Logan of Keelhaul Podcast. <laughs> That's all. <no. laughs> 
um yeah i i really love the times that we get to to, to chat and stuff and whatnot and, and if anyone is is out there looking to listen to more content especially if it's a, a story if you like stories uh definitely go listen to trailblazers because it's uh really well done and i i would i would agree that season two is a good a good kicking off point awesome well thanks again for having yeah. me yeah logan peace and love thank you I'll, I'll do the outro for everyone as usual you probably already heard the intro so it's not an issue and uh with that pirates thank you very much we'll talk to you later Six years since the bombs fell. And since I've left the vault, I've been trying to rebuild. This isn't the Appalachia that I remember. There's so much more to everything going on. And I promise to find the answer. So if you're out there, if you're listening, just hone in on these coordinates. There's a place for you at the end. Omega. The Omega Broadcast Fallout Story is available on iTunes, Spotify, and many great podcasting sources. Hey, I'm Pylon. And I'm Doc. And if you've ever played an Elder Scrolls game, you've probably used UESP.net to help you find information about a quest, dive deeper into lore, or really learn anything about the Elder Scrolls. But did you know we have a podcast too? Every week we bring you the latest in Elder Scrolls news, dig deeper into topics surrounding the game, and have a ton of fun while doing it. You can find us on your favorite podcatcher by searching the unofficial Elder Scrolls podcast. Can't wait to see you all there.